within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. The Legion of Dams. The meeting will come to order. The Legion of Dans is now in session. It is the purpose of the Legion to align our infamous forces against the power of sad collectors and defeat them, leaving us the rulers of the toy world. To do this, we have gathered together four of the most ruthless and happy toy fans on Earth. The noisy Daniel Lynch. The flexible plastic Dan Newman. The pixelated Dan Erdley. Not to mention the wise old elder and insider myself, Daniel Pickett. We are the Legion of Dans. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the brand new episode of Legion of Dans. I am Daniel Pickett. I'm Danny Newman. I'm Daniel Lynch. And I'm Pixel Dan Erdley. And this month, uh, if people can't tell us apart, you'll be able to hear me because I've got my sweet, sweet bass voice going on. Because <laughs> I got a little bit of the con crud from WonderCon. All this past right. Month. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be a convention without the crud. You listen to the smooth sounds of someone that shook hands with too many nerds. <laughs> uh. So yeah, it's been a little while since we've talked to uh, each other and and done one of these, and you know, there's a lot happening in the in the toy world. So I'm glad we were able to uh, carve out some time and talk about stuff. I think the first thing we need to talk about uh, is what we saw at Toy Fair that we liked. I know the last episode we sort of talked about things we were hoping were coming and what we might see, but now the reveals have happened. And uh, let's let's uh, have a little chat about what we liked, what we dug. Anyone want to start off? How about how about one of you fellows that was actually there? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go ahead and start off with some cool stuff. Do it. So I I gotta say that all of my, most of my favorite things from this show is definitely gonna center around Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, maybe that's a surprise to you guys. <laughs> I'm shocked. Know. But I feel like this was quite the TMNT year at Toy Fair. Uh, I mean, Turtles has already been big for the last couple years, but this year it was like everybody is doing something Turtles, it feels like. And it was was much more uh, Turtles action figure stuff. Playmates has always been the company that has always had like the Master Turtles license, so they gave us the majority of the product. But we had already talked about before, how uh, we were getting new SH Figure Arts Turtles, and I think I already gushed about those on here when we were kind of talking about some of the New York Comic Con stuff and hoping to see more of that at Toy Fair. So we got to see more of those. I got to see those in person at Toy Fair, and they were amazing. And getting to talk to the folks at Tamashi Nations and Bluefin, uh, they were telling me that you know they're all in on this line and that the reaction to the four Turtles has already been so hot that they're already looking at the next set of figures and they heavily hinted that they'd probably be doing some villains next and they told me that Krang and Shredder were already their two most 
uh, requested figures. So, I mean, I'm already crossing fingers that we're going to see some really cool uh, Krang and Shredder figures based off the original animated series in that SH Figure Arts line. I think that's going to be amazing. Cool. Uh, but my favorite turtle surprise from the whole show came from none other than NECA Toys, who out of nowhere was like, check out our quarter-scale Jim Henson Donatello figure, everybody. Boom. That was amazing, yeah. right? I did not expect to see that, and it's just such a beautiful-looking figure. I mean, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's going to be huge, of course, because it's in their large quarter scale, but they do some amazing things in their quarter scale line. So to know that they're tackling all four turtles, and we're getting them all this year. They said they're doing like one a quarter is what they're nice. releasing. So by the, by the end of the year, we'll have all four turtles based on their appearance in the very first TMNT movie, which is an amazing movie. I love that movie still to this day, and a lot of people hold that movie pretty close to their hearts. So that's pretty awesome. But even more exciting is talking to Randy at the show when I interviewed him. He didn't confirm anything, but hinted very heavily that they were going to be doing a lot more with Ninja Turtles this year outside of those quarter-scale figures. And he's already been tossing around lots of hints, saying uh, that there's a good chance we'll see him at the smaller scales, that there's a good chance we'll see something in the video game line, and that fans of the original Mirage comics are going to be happy. So he's throwing out all kinds of fun little hints. And it's got me so excited thinking about what NECA might be doing. So yes. wow. squeezing those into the video game line would be awesome. So yeah. perfect, right? Oh, my gosh. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I lost so much money to that game. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh. They had it, like, downstairs in my college dorm. Oh. And uh, I remember my girlfriend at the time was willing to play it. So it was just like, oh, yeah, let's... <laughs> Let's get to the end of this. You Heck know. yeah, dude. Man, that, everybody loves that arcade game. And they could go so many different routes with that, too. Like, if they want to base them off, like, the old NES game and give them more of that sprite or 8-bit look, you know, they could do that, too. Just I don't yep. care. Just give us something like that, and I'm all in, because I already love those uh, video game figures anyway. And if you combine it with one of my favorite properties, of course I'm going to give you my money for that. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm all in. So, yeah, that's that's really exciting. The other kind of wacky turtle surprise that I thought was awesome were those big hollow vinyl things that Toy Tokyo was doing that oh, made them look like like oh, Gamera. Oh, those yeah, kaiju! Yeah, those big kaiju turtles were uh, crazy. You know, I'm 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 probably at the other end of the spectrum from from Pixel Dan, and that is you know I totally appreciate Ninja Turtles, but I never got into it. But every now and then I see something in that from that property that it, that does excite me. And man, those Toy Tokyo kaiju's are amazing. Yeah, and they also have Bebop and Rocksteady and Crank uh, and Crank. Yeah, and Crank too. Yeah, yeah, that was the other one. Those things but really those are... caught my attention. Yeah, like you, were, I was just walking by at one point and was just like, "What is that? Is that Donatello?" Because yeah. you just see this big crazy like he's, they're all shiny and like very pearlized. They look a lot like the uh, the Hikari vinyls that um, Funko's been doing, and they've actually partnered with Toy Tokyo on a lot of those Hikari vinyls. So they kind of look like the same style as those, but they're much bigger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How big are those actually? They're probably. 14 inches, 16 yeah, they, they've inches? Gotta oh, be, wow. Yeah, they've got to be, yeah. They're big. They're real okay. big. Um, and when I was talking to him, he says that they were shooting for them to be around the $100 price point a piece. Which, yeah, for something know, like that, I, exactly. For something like that, I was expecting him to give me a higher number. So when I was like, you know, that's pretty good. Like, that might actually get me to buy, like, one of those. You know, I pick out my favorite, yeah. and that'd be a cool thing to display, just as something very unique in the collection. 
Yeah. Right, because if you win all in, I, I mean, I don't know if these are all coming out this year, but that's 700 bucks right there. Exactly. Right, right. But, yeah, I love them because the Turtles just had a very cool look. They all had teeth, and they were kind of yeah. mean looking. And I don't know. I just thought it was a really cool look for them. Very, very unique. Definitely. So will, yep. will you also pick up the uh, Funko Playmobil uh, Ninja Turtle series? Uh, yeah, I'm for sure going to get that. I just think that's so crazy looking. It's weird seeing the Playmobil figures in a six-inch scale. Uh, yeah. That was one of those things where, like, I remember reading that they were going to be that tall, but not until I saw them in person at Toy Fair. I was like, whoa, these are huge. You know, you like you really kind of get it in perspective when you see them in person, because when you think of Playmobil, you always think of the smaller three-inch yeah. toys. Yeah. So, How do you guys feel about that? I think when I first heard about it, I couldn't find right away what scale they'd be, and I just had my fingers crossed that they'd be in the same scale as regular Playmobil stuff. And I was a little bit bummed that they're that they're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think it just had something to do with the licensing of it that they couldn't. There were certain ones they couldn't make in that smaller scale. Yeah. So so they just across the board went, okay, well we'll do them in this larger scale, so they're all uniform still with each other. Right. How do, I mean, how does that how does that collaboration work? I mean, are these going to be branded um, Funko and Playmobil or or what? Yeah, as I, as I un, understand it, I think it was sort of instigated by Playmobil. Like, I think they went to Funko to help create them. Okay. Because uh, you know, Playmobil historically does not do licensing. Like, it was a big deal right. last year when they picked up like NHL. Oh yeah. It was so hush hush and right. Okay, didn't want any pictures taken of anything, and they didn't want cameras in their booths because you might reveal that they're doing NHL. So yeah, that licensing has never really been their game, and of course Funko owns every license that there is. So yeah. if you're going to get into that, you should go straight to the top, and that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, has Playmobil ever done a licensed line besides hockey? Uh, that was the first one for okay. Me. Yeah, I don't think there's been anything else, not yet at least. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the Willy Wonka and the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> yeah, God, that's God, pretty cool. <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm a mark for Doctor Who stuff, so there's like, oh, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. To me. You know. Yeah. Oh. So. And there were also some interesting little Ninja Turtles from Hero Cross. Did you see those, Danny? Were those, those squatting? Uh, you know what? I don't know if I did see those. I think they might have been in one of the blue fin booths. Okay. But they 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 look like uh, they kind of look like the the cartoon turtles. Okay. They got, like, they got bigger heads and like the, the like smaller bodies. Is that how they are? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I think I might know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I did but, see them. But Raphael had more sort of a comic book head than a cartoon head. Interesting. All the rest of them had pupils and smiles, but uh, the, the other, but yeah, he was the only one. Let me see if I'm pulling up a picture of him right now. Yeah, those, and then uh, like the little the little miniatures, like the hero clicks type turtles, they had those on display. Oh, yeah, yeah. Over, uh, you know, at the NECA booth, and those were really, really cool looking. And uh, gosh, Playmates is doing like blind box minifigures now this year. They revealed those, which I was just like, oh my god, I can't believe they waited to do that. But well, I guess I'm buying those now. So yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just turtle time. Tur- and I like the uh, for it, man. 
Mega Bloks did like the <gasps> black and white versions. Mega Bloks yeah. might have had one of the coolest turtle displays too. Now that you now that you mention it, because they it's amazing to see how they are doing all those different genres of the turtles all in the same style. Because yeah. they they had they've got the Nick Turtles, they've got the original cartoon turtles, they've got the Half Shell Heroes, which is like the preschool turtles, they've got the upcoming movie two turtles, and they have the new Mirage Comics turtles. So that's like five different iterations of the turtles. Oh my goodness! That, that they're putting out sets for, and they're all in the same like scale minifigure size. You know, I mean, like that's kind of amazing. Wow. Yeah. And it was interesting because like Playmates would not show anyone their their movie two line. Yeah, that's like it was locked up in the center of their display, but Mattel and Megablocks had all their movie it's, stuff it's out. So weird. Well well <laughs> pretty weird. Playmates said that the studio wouldn't let them show it. Yeah. When I asked them about it, they were like, Yeah, trust us, we want to show you this. We've been working with them all week telling them that we had it ready to show and they never gave us the clearance to show it. And I was like, that just doesn't make any sense. And then yeah, you like you said, you go on to the Maddie thing later that same day and there there was movie two stuff, you know, and it's just yeah. like what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Playmates did have all the new stuff on display this weekend at WonderCon. That's good. That's good. And it's, so, yeah. some people are getting a hold of it already, so I think it's starting to sneak its way out already, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting to see. So what else? Uh, anyone else? Non-turtle-y stuff? <laughs> I think we covered all the turtle stuff. This one, it was a little before Toy Fair because it was online, but um, DC Collectibles just really went all in on that animated line, like with oh, the yeah. Batwing and, and yeah. Bullock. Like, you just got to buy yeah. a Bullock. I mean, you can't pass up on Bullock. Um, and what the Talia, the Dark Knight, Batman, Batman Beyond. I mean, it was a huge checklist update. It's like tons and tons of stuff. So I think that was yeah, probably exactly. a lot of little things that we could figure here and there. But just the animated line was just crazy amount of releases for the whole year. And just, yeah, I was just really blown away by all of it. And that Batwing. Oh, the that Batwing. Yeah. So big. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe the size of that thing. Yeah, seeing it in person was just like, where am I putting that? <laughs> yeah, to hang yeah. it on a wall, don't you? Like just... uh, they actually they talked about that in their panel at, at WonderCon that they're looking to maybe include a kind of mount with it that you can hang it on a wall. That so would be awesome. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Because I, I like, or you could just have Kevin in his bat jacket just hold it up in my room. <laughs> that would be fine. Yeah, he'll just come to your house. Everyone gets him for an hour, <laughs> and he'll be your display stand. Yeah, and the, there was a thing that they, they had announced it pre-Toy Fair, uh, but they talked a little more about it at Toy Fair with the uh, re-releasing the Batmobile with the two figures and the, mm-hmm. and the Bat Signal. And, it, you know, that rubbed people the wrong way because they, they solicited it so close to it coming out. Yeah, the out, timing. The one coming out. Yeah. It was like you just and got they, it, and then they were like, oh, yeah. here it is with three other things, and you're like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, what? And they they understood people being upset, but they had to solicit it that early because it comes out like Christmas this year, Mm -hmm. so like November. Uh, But they, you know, they totally got why people were like, "What are you doing?" So they did announce that they're going to release those things as a separate pack too, so you'll be able to get the figures. That's good. Uh, That'll be good for them too, because I think I mean that way they'll cover their bases and get everybody. And and I found out the, the one of the main reasons they split it out like that is because the day it was solicited, Kevin got a phone call from Alex Ross saying, I'm not calling professionally. I'm calling as a fan. You cannot do this to us. Uh. <laughs> I had like a 45-minute conversation with Kevin about wow. 
That's just going to make and, people upset. I have to have these, you know. And that's so why awesome. I don't give Alex Ross my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, part of the reason we're getting those uh, is is because of Mr. Ross. So I thought that was kind of a funny story. <laughs> that's amazing. One of the one of the surprise things uh, companies for me was Cryptozoic Entertainment, which does a lot of like training cards and board games. Yeah. But they've picked up uh some DC licenses and they were doing kind of some some cool stuff. They've got like a, a really nice Batman Brave and the Bold maquette. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, they've got that spinner rack. That spinner rack of mini comics was so What a, yeah. what a cool Just, idea that is. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. I remember seeing that. And the fact so they'll release like little blind bag packs of those things so you can change them out. That's and, so neat. Wow, yeah. dangerous. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But I was so charmed by it. I was just like, oh, you know, because the back covers got all those weird little, you know, like X-ray specs and stuff that you could send away for all the all the stuff from the back of the the old comics. Are they just like a? I mean, is it? It's not a full comic, is it? Or is it? You just not. That's right. You can't open it and read. Okay. It. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's amazing, and be awesome if they could also get a Marvel license so that we could distribute some Marvel stuff in that. Oh, who rack. needs those? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some gold key. Yes. Put your old gold key there issues on there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what they had like a, a little like bobblehead Hulu Harley. They had two different scales of some uh, DC bombshell things that were pretty cute. Uh-huh. That bombshell thing, like this, last year, it was something that didn't get a lot of coverage. But that company QMX, Quantum Mechanics, mm-hmm. like they had a, a DC bombshell license that just came on a piece of an aircraft that you would hang on your wall. Whoa! Yeah, it was just crazy. I mean, it was like a four, three foot by four foot piece of an aircraft, with like rivets and stuff that actually had like the logo, like you would see huh. on the side of a plane in World War Two. Oh. So they were really expensive, but it was just like. That's thinking outside the box. Yeah, right. <laughs> huh. You yeah, take your ball rog head down and make some room, you know. Yeah, those cryptozoic bombshells are really cute. Yeah, that is really yeah. cool. Those are really neat. Weren't they doing some other stuff, too? Uh, was it them that also had Ghostbusters stuff? They do have some Ghostbusters stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yes, they they were doing a Ghostbusters board game, and they're getting ready to launch their Kickstarter for the second one. Right, right. Uh, but they had like these like back scratchers that looked like the the proton pack beams and stuff. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah, and so they had like a, I think they had like a, were they the ones that had like this the apron and the hat? for cooking and stuff that look like Stay Puft Marshmallow. Oh, I don't know, but that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just some really fun, funny, innovative stuff. Yeah. That's just like, wow, that's, you know, you, you feel like you've, you've seen everything over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so it's always nice to be surprised. They had some little, like, blind box minifigures, these little stylized guys that look cute. Yeah. They're micro figures that, that look good. Uh, yeah. Trying to think what else they had. They had some little box sets of those too. Yeah, that's right. Those those are what I remember seeing. Yeah. Oh, and they had like there's a uh, a Slimer lava lamp 
Oh, what? Yeah. I missed that. <laughs> that sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's got like, you know, it looks like some of the stuff is leaking out of the top of it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm seeing that now. It's also it's got the green stuff inside oh, it. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> and some Slimer soap on a rope, which is something I know you've all been asking about <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> the one thing I've been wanting since seeing Ghostbusters is like <laughs> that's true how about it but when am I going to get soap on a rope <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> I have my Slimer pillow and my Slimer pajamas but I want him with me at all times how can I work him into my grooming routine if only I could bathe with Slimer <laughs> and now you can um, you know you know, there's obviously the things that interest me, and now that, you know, Elliot's of an age where he gets really excited about different properties, now I, now I, you know, get excited when I see things that I know he'll like. And um, there was a few companies that uh, showed Five Nights at Freddy's um, merchandise. Right. Um, Funko had, like, the six-inch figures and then the two-inch vinyl sets of figures, and then McFarlane had the building sets. Yeah. Um, all of which are really cool. And Elliot's been going through a Five Nights at Freddy's phase. And Sweet. I That game doesn't freak him it out? It does. And, I, and actually, man, it's hard to keep up because last week I took it off his iPad because it was freaking him out too much. It freaks me out. Yeah. It, it's, it, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to, you know, predict, but. At the time, he was into it, and I remember right. showing him the photos, and he was just like, "Deeds, can we order these right now?" <laughs> so I've still got my eyes on them, and um, those uh, the McFarland building sets look really nice. It's a good application for for that property. Sweet, yeah, that's been very popular, and it's you can tell. I know the game's been popular for a while, but it's like the merchandising just exploded because I feel like everybody all of a sudden, like, yeah, you said Funko and McFarlane, like it's just everywhere all of a sudden. Right, uh, it got to the point where I, ma- I would imagine if you work at one of those companies, you're like, oh my god, we better get on this now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's hard to do, you know, with something that's like an app like that because you never, you go, know, yeah, how many apps come out a year? But that one had, you know, some. Some a lot of chatter around it and some staying power, and then they were able to make a couple of sequels. So it's like, oh yeah, this clearly you know yeah, exactly. has got some legs. So that's something you jump on. But I, I would think you know in this day and age, it would be hard to commit to something yeah. that's not you know an Angry Birds or something like that. That's yeah. right. But how do you how do you predict how do you predict you know like you know do we go all in and it you know and it fizzles tomorrow or you know it's really I would imagine a hard decision. Yeah, yeah. You get you get the product out, and they're like, "Hey, this is for that app from last year. You remember yeah. the app from right. the, <laughs> yeah? Right. It was really big, like in the in December for <laughs> yeah. three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but beyond that, there you know, um, there's some other Funko product that that um, was interesting. You know, like it's I, I, we had seen some of it before, but you know, it, you know, the Game of Thrones line is you know the three and three quarter inch game of thrones line it's 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 cool but it's it's also interesting because it's it's clearly like a you know departure from um reaction um and i'm not you know sure of the you know the reasoning behind it or whatever or the decision making that went into it 
Um, so they're not exactly uh, reaction styling, but they still do have a little bit of a, a vintage flair, uh, but with a, a additional articulation. Uh, and I'm really excited that this one, you know, that it comes with the uh, the wall playset. Yeah, yeah, having a playset for that stuff is, you know, and, and just even the way they had them displayed there, you go, oh yeah, totally. It's, and you know, the fact that it's a big wall, yeah, gives you that sort of vertical display instead of. Right. Just everything lined up in front. Yeah, it's like it's like it is a playset, but it's also just a great way to display the display the figures. Yeah, absolutely. Have they have they mentioned at all? Is there, is is there any chatter about what like the next you know if this is successful, what the next wave would be? I mean, obviously they're kind of theming it. I don't think they talked about that quite yet. I think they were just kind of floating it out and see. Okay. You know, if people responded to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but of course with them, it could be almost anything. Right. Right. Cause they have every license. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the other, and the other yeah. thing, the other thing is, um, the, uh, the alien, um, Ripley with the exosuit, um, cargo loader versus the alien queen. Totally. Uh, I got yeah, really yeah. excited about that. That's, that's yeah. really cool. And a great addition to that, to that line. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I, I I definitely get confused, even though you know I talk a, a lot about these particular lines. But like you know, Alien started out as you know the the Super Seven property, and obviously we know that that reaction then transferred to Funko. But I was it, it just it just struck me as curious that additional Alien property is coming out through Funko and not Super Seven. Um, but I don't get confused easily. Well, yeah, as I understand it. Super 7 still owns the Reaction brand, and Funko is licensing it from them. Yeah. Yes. So, I think that's right. Uh, because, you know, because Super 7 was always just been like a t-shirt and vinyl art toy company. Right. And they don't have sort of the mass market or, and the global market distribution. So Yeah. Uh, they partnered with Funko, and but, but that's why... Like Super Seven, like made the three pack of the guys in their space yeah. suits. So they're they're maintaining some of it, and then they're doing some stuff yeah. kind of in that same style, but not under the right the they're, reaction umbrella. Right, like, like they're not out of it entirely, but they're just they just can't use the reaction name. You know, I assume. Yeah. Which yeah. which is all yeah. which is also one of the exciting things that we saw. I mean, obviously we we saw the painted uh, Masters of the Universe uh, four figure set, but then we saw some additional lines that they're going to be doing, including Hellboy and Street Fighter and Mega Man. Or, no, Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so crazy. Like, I'm, I'm really crazy. anxious to see those. They didn't have any of the actual figures on display aside from the Masters ones. Um, like, the, the Hellboy ones have, like, some basically, like, drawing mock-ups of the figures on the card backs. But all right. the others, I think, were... Oh, no, I think the Street Fighters had, like, little unpainted like drawings as well as the Something figures. Like that. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the Mega Man was just a blank card back. It didn't actually show us anything except for what the card right. back will look like on them. So I don't I'm curious to see how Kennerized those are. I almost hope that they're not like overly uh okay. Kennerized, you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh I love Mega Man. So I, I really would love to have a really cool line of Mega Man figures that gives us a bunch of characters from the games. Because yeah. 
most of the time when we get Mega Man toys, we just get Mega Man. And then after <laughs> that, we get, like, Proto Man, or we'll get right. Mega Man X. Like, they give us the same group of, Six like... guys or, over and over. Yeah, good guys over and over, and they never give us, like, bad guys. Mm-hmm. And there's such a great, you know, library of these amazing robot master villains from all the video games. And they would just make such great toys. Yeah. And so if if Super 7 gives us this line of, like four-inch Mega Man figures that stay pretty true to the style but just have, like, the five points of articulation, I uh-huh. could totally be down for that. I would be okay. all in. So... Yeah. yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, um, probably probably of the properties that they showed, I'm probably most interested in Hellboy. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big Street Fighter fan, and, like, sometimes it boggles my mind how much Street Fighter merchandise there is out there. Like, how big is this market? But, <laughs> but seeing just the figures, the characters stylized in this way, I'm like, oh, my God, i got to buy those. They're really cool. I did um, think those looked really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like those. But they just relaunched a new Street Fighter game, didn't they? Yeah, and it's funny because these are based on Street Fighter 2. So these are yeah. like the based on the, the the first like big one that came out. Okay. Yeah, most of the most of the new licenses I think are for the new game. Yeah. Is it Street Fighter X? Is that what it's called? Uh, it's actually Street Fighter Five, right? Street Fighter Five is the newest one. Is it? I think Five. Yeah, just came okay. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited at with Hellboy in this style because like like maybe unlike Mega, you know, we got that. Um, you know, Mezco did a nice line of three and three quarter inch Hellboy figures. I mean, it wasn't massive, but it was like you know, you know, a few good figures. And I really like that line. They they did an amazing job with those figures. So like now I'm totally down to see that property in this kind of retro styling. Yeah, totally. So would you dip into like those kind of retro figures? Like, would you get the He-Man figures in that scale and style for your collection, Danny? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought you might, but that's you know it's uh, that's kind of a yeah. I, I really I really like what Super Seven did with those Master of the Universe figures. I think the aesthetic is really really uh, close. You know, it's like and um, and I you know if they can just kind of carry that through with these other ones, I'll just I'll, you know I'll be happy to pick them up. All right. It's all a massive ploy to get him to buy Street Fighter toys. That's I'm gonna do that. <laughs> They finally got him. It took this long, but they got him. Okay, maybe I bought a vintage G.I. Joe Street Fighter Chun-Li, okay? Yes. Uh, yeah. I love those G.I. Joe Street Fighter figures. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I did maybe use uh, Sagat's legs as uh, Mr. Super Newman's uh, bathing attire. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> The only problem with those is they didn't have the screw in the back because they had they had the dopey action features. So yeah. It's hard, oh hard yeah. To take them apart. Yeah. I like the uh, Diamond Select had a full size bust bank of the Shakespeare bust from. 66 Batman. Oh, oh cool. The head like flips up and you put the money like inside. So oh, it's like, oh, wow. that that looked pretty cool. You know, and that'll be affordable because it's like a vinyl bank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. So it's like, you know, those guys that are making like $400 replicas and stuff. That's cool, man. I will definitely buy that. <laughs> Sliding bookcase optional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to build that yourself. <laughs> Darn it. 
<laughs> you mean you guys don't have one already? No. <laughs> oh, I've, I've I've often sat in the living room of my condo and just kind of stared at the wall and imagined myself buying the condo next door just so I could build a revolving <laughs> yeah, bookcase into it. Yeah. I, I do have a buddy with a massive Batman collection that is behind a book a bookcase that pulls out. Oh, man. That's yeah. the way to go. So it does exist. That is so cool. It can happen. <laughs> I guess I could build a fake wall in my room. <laughs> yeah. Where'd that 10 feet of space go? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my preciouses are back there. Oh, my preciouses. <laughs> yeah. Anything else that anyone... Doug, yeah, yeah. I don't think we can get out of Toy Fair talk without talking about Mezco's one one twelve line, right? Holy smokes! I'm yeah. gonna pretend those don't exist. Actually, yeah. so <laughs> no. I just it's like a it's like a blind spot. I just don't oh, see how man. beautiful they are. <laughs> like they that are Captain Marvel. Marvel in particular. That's oh. the one. Captain Marvel, oh, Daredevil, Daredevil really stands out. Yeah, Daredevil's good too. But, yep. It's just it's just amazing to see how far they've come with that, you know, because last year, I mean, it was they were kind of dipping their toes into it pretty slowly last year. You know, they gave us the Dark Knight Returns Batman and yeah. then Toy Fair. They kind of showed the mutant leader and Judge Dredd, and that was really it. And this year they just went all out. I mean, they've got yeah. all yeah. the Marvel and DC <clears throat> characters. They've got. The Space Ghost is in there. The Star Trek figures are in there, and then they had that that Batmobile, which oh my god, I just I can't believe <laughs> the stuff that they're doing with this line and how good it all looks. Yeah, there's a funny story behind the Batmobile that I don't know, Danny, you might I know the Pixel Dan, you might know. Yeah, I know the story. You they sent they sent that Batmobile away to Jason Wires in Georgia to paint it. And in order for him to do that, he had to take it all apart and painted it. And, you know, everything with Toy Fair is like nail-biting deadlines and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he sent it back, and they got it like the day they were setting up. They, he sent it straight to New York, and they open up this box, and it is like 60 individually wrapped pieces. And they had never put it together before. <laughs> <laughs> and they worked for a long time trying to put it together and could not figure out how it all went together. And Randy from NECA just happened to walk by. It's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> They're like, we, they literally, they had built a showcase to put this thing. It was like their centerpiece in their booth. <laughs> They're like, uh, we've got this Batmobile. We don't know how to put it together. <laughs> and Randy was like, oh man, my engineers just showed up. Let me go get these guys. So Randy went over and got his guys. They came over and they put that thing together for Mezco. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 But I think still, like, because I think they had planned to have it open so you can see the inside, but I don't think they got the inside pieces uh, all put <laughs> together. So that's why it was closed up the whole show. Like, you couldn't actually see. Because uh, it's going to open up and it's, like, super detailed on the inside, too. But um, I don't think they got it all. <laughs> All together because Oops. of all that. So yeah, that's that's funny. No, it's nice, nice little story of like you know inter-industry uh, teamwork. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. High tide raises everybody's boat. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> An example of that. So that was just yeah, that was a charming story just about how these guys are not fierce blood competitors. You know, yeah, they're actually yeah. friends appreciate and like each other's work and we'll help each other out. Well, so. And it really seems like, you know, Mezco is catching everybody's attention with these figures. Like yeah. everybody 
has like positive things to say about them. So yeah. I know like CB at the Horseman was just gushing about those things like the whole weekend at Toy Fair. Uh, right on. So, yeah, he he loves them. Yeah, it's stunning the work they're doing, especially at that scale. Because you know you think we've we've seen a lot of bad one six scale stuff yep. throughout our history. And it's you know it's it's difficult to find the proper materials and fasteners and all that sort of thing even at that scale which is double, and then to see what they are able to do in half the scale. I know. Like, Holy smokes! And and then just the the costume variants that they're doing, it's just. I mean, I I got the Batman and Mutant Leader set from uh, San Diego last year, and then they gave us a Spock at. Uh huh. At, at Toy Fair, and it's just like, yeah, and I've already like pre-ordered Captain America, and I forget who was the other one that we all pre-ordered the other day. I can't remember, but yeah, it's just like, all right, here we go. Yeah, we're in. We are in. You got it. Was, way to go, Mezco. <laughs> what are we doing? It has been one of the uh, one of the most because we get I get checklist requests for crazy things, but that is one that just seems to be coming consistently across that people are just like, you got to do this checklist. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I I can't do the checklist because then they're gonna make me want to buy them. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like and I mean and, and when I say I don't want to buy them, it's only because they're that awesome and it's just a giant rebel hole. I actually like I, you were talking about the costume variants. The um when that Dark Knight figure came out and I was and it was awesome and I'm like, it's okay, I'm good. And then, um, but they they kept changing it each time, and then it eventually got to I think it was the previous one that's light blue with the oval, and, yeah. and I'm really picky about Batman, so you got to be light blue and you got to have an oval, and I was like, oh, okay, so, and that's the one that I have, and it's just it's just awesome, like, and it doesn't even the bad thing is it's actually with my Hot Toys, so it makes no sense. So <laughs> you you know, like the few Hot Toys and this little half size Batman with them, but it's like no, but it just, feels like it should go with those. It does. I mean, he's he just the. And, and he's better than some of them, even. That's the thing. Like, there's, I mean, there, yeah. I like everything up there because, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to spend that kind of money unless it's just exactly what I want. But the, um, he just, yeah, the level of detail and it's just, and yeah, it's insane. And to sit there and think that, you know, you could, you could put a whole DC universe or you know at least a chunk of it together again since they've already gotten deeper in the roster and all the different the Daredevils and same thing with Marvel. Just yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. I, I I don't know if it was just in casual conversations when the line first came out or if it was actually kind of referred to this way, but I love these guys because they are like the, you know, 40 years later natural evolution of like the Mego 8-inch World's Greatest Superhero Style line. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, like, am I, am I making that up or like, were they kind of like, you know, did they kind of use that reference, you know, in the beginning of this line? Maybe, maybe we just kind of maybe we just as fans kind of refer to it that way. I don't know. It's kind of like because they're they're a lot like yeah. I'm I'm dating myself, but uh, you remember Charlie Flat, the guy who used to do all those custom Migos that would just knock your socks off. Yeah. And he would you know he'd make three of a figure and that's it. Right. But they were all sort of handcrafted and they they looked like this quality that that Mezco has achieved on a mass market level. So yeah. It's just stunning that they're able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've always been the guy who admired things like Hot Toys from afar. 
mm-hmm. because I never wanted to get into collecting it, and I've never really been fond of that scale. You know, I've always been yeah. a six-inch action figure guy. That's always been my favorite scale. So I've always you're, you're a wise man. Keep to yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I've never really bought into the Hot Toys stuff. I always just looked at it and thought it was amazing. Mezco has basically created the six-inch Hot Toys figures. With yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like now I'm I'm getting that amazing detail at the scale figure that I collect and at what I consider, like, I know they're a lot more expensive than, you know, going in and buying a $20 figure, but not that much more expensive for the amount of quality and detail that goes into these things. So yeah, yeah. like they're, oh, yeah. they're just amazing for what they're doing. And I'm definitely going to be getting multiples. I mean, I'm not, this is, I, I'm probably going to do a little more than cherry picking of these. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I feel like I'm going to buy many. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as they keep coming out because yeah I, I i loved that dark knight returns batman it was such a surprise favorite figure of mine from last year and the spock that they gave us this year at toy fair is just amazing so i want to cre- i want to complete the entire star trek crew now i mean it's <laughs> they hooked yeah. me they got me and speaking of that i mean where would you guys like to see this line go i mean what are some properties that you'd love to see in 112 uh, well, speaking of Star Trek, I definitely want them to go next generation. Absolutely, next. I would. And love if they do that, I, I'm screwed. Because yeah, just, man, oh, I got to do it. I want them bad. <laughs> Every time I hear someone mention like, let's start over with next generation, I just think of the boxes and boxes of Playmates products that I have. Uh, like, uh, I, they, they're out can there. Can I? Can <laughs> I do it again? I mean, the, 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 actually, the sad thing, I have probably, I want to say it's maybe four feet tall. I don't know what the box used to be. It's like a four-foot tall box, like two feet by two feet, and then four feet tall. It's just full of the nine-inch dolls that my, because my parents, were they, they spoiled me rotten with that line. And I opened yeah. all the figures. I like the figures. And they bought me all the dolls, too. And I'm just like, I didn't, because I, it's kind of, I have all these hot toys now. And I'm like, I didn't, I'm like, Dan, I was like, I collect toys. So I don't care about 112 or 1-6 stuff. And then I got one, and I, and like, I got, I got bit. But the, uh, I didn't care about those dolls, so I've just got this giant rack of these, like, nine-inch figures of them, and here I am, like, oh, they need to do those in six-inch. I'm like, I got the whole nine-inch <laughs> collection yeah. in the garage right now. Yeah. Oh, like, in, data from Insurrection. Like, I see him every once in a while when I'm moving to front of the garage. I'm like, why do I have that? Why, why? Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I, and the, the time and effort I spent tracking those down, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, it's preposterous because there were so many exclusives and it's amazing yeah, how, and I never opened any nope, of them. Same thing. It's amazing yeah. how the bottom has dropped out on Next Generation toys, isn't it? Like, yeah. like those Playmates ones, especially. I mean, those things are just worthless now. I mean, they're great toys. Don't get me wrong. No, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. Much. Yeah, love my yeah. collection, but. I bought, like, just recently, like, within the last year, I went to a toy show in St. Louis, and there was a booth that had not, their whole booth was just cases upon cases of, of Playmates Next Generation figures that they're selling <laughs> for a dollar a piece, carded, yep. brand new figures, carded dollar a piece. So wow. I walked out of there with, like, two giant stacks of Next Generation nice. figures that I didn't already have, because they were a buck a piece, but Jeez. that's where they're at now. That's where that were the is. Were those people in that booth just openly weeping? <laughs> just kind of, I mean, yeah. They were just like, yep, everything's a dollar. Please take it. Like, they just get want to it. get rid of it. <laughs> there was a, bet it all on this line. <laughs> <laughs> there was a collectible show in my mall just this weekend or weekend before last, and it was mostly baseball cards and jerseys and stuff. And uh, But I was walking down just to get a snack in the in the food court, and I was walking past the table, and um, there was a uh, – I want to say it was Security Officer Neelix, I think, which was a Spencer's exclusive. 
umpteen years ago. And it's one of like, I probably don't have, I want to say maybe like 18 or 20 of them, mostly the target stuff or some of the exclusives that are out there, some of the really hard to get exclusives. And, but he's one of the ones I don't have. And I was like, okay, that's just random just to see this, this Neelix sitting here. Like, Hey, but then the guy still wanted like 27 bucks. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, no, maybe like seven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I was like, I was all excited, and I was like, "That's awesome!" And I got closer. I'm like, 27. I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> like, yeah. this is what you." I, I was. A, did you not get the memo, sir? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I was at WonderCon this weekend and went into a booth, and I found a Star Wars Black Six Inch Constable Jujio for twenty five dollars. <laughs> I took a picture of it. Everybody like, needs him. Yeah, like really, every place else had him for like twelve. You know, like way under market, but this guy was like, by golly, I'm getting more than full price on this. I mean, he's definitely the most important character in The Force Awakens. Come on. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> Super crucial. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. One of the other fun, sort of surprisey things that you, I question how deep I'll go into, but I want them, uh, are the Biff Bang Pal Peg Pals. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where they're basically doing licensed little people. Yeah, yeah. Some of those look interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got, you know, DC, they've got Marvel, they've got Star Trek, they've got Kiss. It's like, (laughs) they'll probably end up with, like, some of their other licenses, like Twilight Zone and, you know, Big Bang Theory. What a crazy concept. Well, you know, like you were saying earlier, you always think you've seen everything get done. But, you know, it's amazing. When these companies just come up with this different stuff that they can put licenses on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. And, you know, as someone that's bursting at the seams with too much stuff, you go, oh, those are, those are, those are small. Yeah. That'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until I'm like 70 deep in this, right. you know, and I can't look out my windows anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, they had one of those that they gave away at the con too. They gave away uh, armored Batman from Batman versus Superman. Okay. So it's like they, they oh, cool. you know, it's like the best drug dealers. First one's free. Yep. Yeah. Keep you coming back. <laughs> I, I think that's the crazy thing right now for me is just there's so many different, um, like like we're, we're we're like in the the golden age of licensing, like just that you can get like one thing. And then it just comes in like 80 forms where, and some of this stuff is like, like, um, like back to the future. Like you're just, there was like, you could get two micro machines. That was what you had. <laughs> like, and for like 20 years, there was just two micro machines and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, and then you know, the license pops up and then there's the hot toys now. And then I think the Playmobil, there's Legos. And it's kind of the thing that you can probably see, you know, I, you know, peg pals or whatever, get to that too. And it's like, all of a sudden now there's like Marty and just every conceivable weird thing. And yeah. it's like, and and since it went so long without having anything, that impulse is like, oh, it's Back to the Future, I gotta buy it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you're like, wait, <laughs> like there's like 80 companies licensing Back to the Future right now. I gotta, I can't do this. But let's not gloss over the fact that it went from two micro machines, and 20 years later, you can buy a full, like one sixth scale light up DeLorean. Yeah. Like, what the that's I, ridiculous. I tell you, and if I didn't have a full six scale light up 89 Batmobile sitting upright in its box, because I have nowhere I can put it, <laughs> I would have that DeLorean probably also sitting upright next in the box here next to it. But yes, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's, it is, it's awesome, but it's just like, it cracks me up. It's just that, that, 
it, and in a way, it's kind of I mean, as mostly DC collectors in this in this group here too right now. Like I mean, we went through the '90s, you know, and it was like okay, like here's the figure, here's then like maybe a few years, there's three more, and then the whole time you're like, well, they're superpowers, and you got to cling to this line from like 1984 because that's that was it. And it took forever to get anything better. And it's just now, it's like that now. Here's your fractal tech gear. (laughs) Exactly. We peeled (laughs) off the skin and we painted the muscles directly on these figures. And they're amazing. And then you got armor. And then then now we're to the point, like, that's like, it feels like that's that way with everything. Like, anything that was overlooked. And And I'm sure right now there's some guy that just, like, really loves Scarecrow and Mrs. King. And he's still just mad he can't get his stuff. But it feels like everything has been covered. I had a guy write to me this week, uh, actually, at AFI and said, hey, how come there's never been any Total Recall toys? (laughs) I said, well, at the time, it's because it was like an R-rated movie in 1990, and, you know, mass market companies weren't going to... In 1980, it would have had a cartoon. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't feel like that stopped a lot of R-rated movies from getting toys. Gosh, we got Alien, we got Predator, we got Rambo, we got... (laughs) Terminator, we got all that stuff as toys. Kenner didn't yeah. care. Kenner was like, R-rated, we'll make the toys. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's... Demolition that's, Man? Yes. That's yeah. true and not true. Um, because, you know, the problem, you know, like, you're you're totally right. They did make alien figures, and they made that humongous 12-inch or however big that big alien was, and that was released, and parents saw that, and, you know, went apeshit, and... Kenner pulled the three and three quarter inch line, and that's why now yeah. we have reaction in this whole resurgence of um, retro styling. See, three quarter inch action. So in the 70s, but you yeah. see in the 90s, they're like, let's make a blue one and a green one and a red one, exactly. and then it was okay. Yeah, yeah. they circled back around <laughs> in the 90s, and they're like, yeah. we'll do Alien now, and we'll go and add Predator to it too, because why not? Yeah. <laughs> this one's a snake, this one's a scorpion, yeah, here's this a gorilla. one's a bull, yeah. here's a gorilla. <laughs> Here's the queen. Here's the king. Here's it's a guy fun. pretending to be an alien. Pretending to be the king, yeah. And here's all these aliens or space marines that died, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they started working on an animated series for it that never took off. Yeah. They did. Oh. Holy oh, smokes. Man. Yeah. The 90s. <laughs> the best. Good times. <laughs> oh. Any, anyone else say anything that they're not going to be able to live without this, this calendar year at, at Toy Fair? Oh, gosh. Uh, I think we covered a lot of it. We the we didn't see a lot of new stuff, but uh, Thundercats looked good in person, yeah. right? I mean, we saw a lot of that yep. stuff at San Diego, but I think there was uh, we got to see like the Mumra fully painted this time and everything, and those look pretty great from Mattel. And uh, with the Masters of the And now the, stuff, the packaging, too. For oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Thundercats yeah. just revealed looks dynamite. I think so, too. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, and then they revealed with the Masters Classic stuff, they revealed the big vehicle. We got the big Roton oh, coming. Roton. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. That was one of my favorite vehicles as a kid. That was my favorite bad guy vehicle. And so it's pretty awesome because the Battle Ram was my favorite good guy vehicle as a kid. And now I will have both of those in classics, which is kind of <laughs> amazing. Like, that's that's mind-blowing. So I'm happy. And who's that Who's that weirdo Tusky guy that they showed? Which Tusky? Like, Tuskador? Tusky? That's him, yeah. yeah he's, he's a new adventure. Yeah. That's that's way beyond my knowing of. Oh man, well, so he's he's guy. one of those weird new adventures of He-Man figures. Uh, but the way they made him in classics is they totally like deluxed him up because yes, he was a normal awesome. size 
Yeah, yeah, he looks great. He was a normal-sized figure in New Adventures, but he had, like, these big clip-on tusks that would hook to the front of him, and, like, his action feature was they would kind of, like, spin around and could grapple onto your, your bad guys. So... In classics, they were just, they totally just plussed him up. So he's wearing like this massive armor now, and he just looks like this big, crazy deluxe figure. I mean, he's super impressive. Hang out did with they Ram Man. plus him up, or did they just find a way to reuse, yeah, the Ram Man? Yeah, yeah, I think they, but, exactly. It's two, exactly. I think it's two birds, because, yeah, they did get to reuse those parts, but I, I kind of feel like the majority of us probably wanted them to do that. A lot of the concept art, like, like Fred come out, or some drawings and things and some ideas, and the talk and the chatter was that that's kind of what we wanted them to do, so I think it kind of works okay. out for both. Totally I mean, I'm sure there's some guy out there that's just once is mad that it's not the right size, but because that's inevitable. But I think for most of us, I think we're all ready for it to be that big. Yeah. I'm just glad they did it because that 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 poll where four people voted and he lost has been a sore spot for me. So I'm glad we got back around to him. <laughs> and and like, of, since, I was just gonna say it's kind of amazing how many of those characters they've made now. Like, oh, it really is. It, yeah. They've gone through it's almost totally that whole new adventures roster now. Yeah, and I mean, they, they got they Darius don't... finally too. That was another yeah, to get that's Darius. Crazy. That's... I never would have imagined, honestly, that this line would have gotten as far as it has and given us so many characters. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I, it's been great to collect. I need to go ahead and start culling it now. <laughs> it's been too long. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like this takes up too much space. I need to. So we moved to that phase where I'm like, hmm. Like, it's it is definitely a space hog for sure. Actually, speaking of him, it's not really Motu, but the other thing that I was surprised that Mattel did was um, they made more Dark Knight figures with the mark with those Motu bucks. So we got that mutant leader and the armored Batman. So I'm like, yeah. that's kind of exciting. I didn't expect that. So I'm, I'm gonna like chuck those Doomsday pieces away, but I'll get those two figures. <laughs> <laughs> I also found out that there there was supposed to be a Carrie Kelly figure shown at Toy Fair, but oh, hey. one of the guys forgot to take it out of his luggage and set it up. Oh, cool. boo. Well, that's pretty neat, though, that we're getting there. Yeah, that's great. Sitting in there with his smelly socks. Well, then, then if they're going to do her, then they've got to do one arm Green Arrow. It's time. <laughs> oh, uh, right now I've heard that does not happen. So. <laughs> what? Boo. Not on the, not on the docket yet. <laughs> Maybe they can reuse that jumpsuit for someone in Motu, like Janitor or something. Janitor! <laughs> <laughs> but there is some really cool other stuff coming from Multiverse that we'll see at San Diego. That That'll think. be exciting. I am so glad that that line turned six inches. I mean, like, I, 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 the funny thing is I was super stoked about it, and even, the funny is, even though, like, and then they showed the first wave, and I only want one of them, which I haven't found still. And then they showed the Dark Knight figures, and I was I was only going to buy the Superman and the Batman, but seeing those ones at Toy Fair actually got me to go out and buy um, uh, Bald Guy Gardner. So I bought him. And then um, that next wave, yeah, still bald, he's just Bald Guy Gardner. I can't help it. I know. I know he, <laughs> he doesn't have a name, so I just Bald Guy. And uh, so I'm like, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm really excited, and it's doubly exciting because it's nice to finally have a toy line where I don't want all of them. I'm just like, I don't need that. <laughs> like, I'll get that one and that one, and I don't have to care to build the Build-A-Figure. So I'm sure that Mattel doesn't want to hear that, but it's awesome to me to not have to just, like, <laughs> oh, I need this whole wave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just glad the additional ones are not going to be Walmart exclusives, too. Like, we'll be able to find them elsewhere. Because it's oh, that's tough good, yeah. to find. You know, yeah. I am in such a completely different experience from that, because, like, every Walmart here is just, like, they're just – 
like I should just tell I shouldn't because I don't, I shouldn't offer my services to everyone on that's listening to this podcast. But there's just <laughs> there's so many of them here. Like every Walmart has got three pegs and they are full. And it's like every once in a while, like I'll see on Facebook where someone's like, "I found Superman. Does anyone still need it?" And I'm like, "Man, I'm a jerk because there's like thirty of those like within a mile of my or ten that's miles of my crazy. house." I never found them here. Never. Yeah, I had to. They're, they're rely on, on the planograms, on the pegs. They're just there. That's it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Even when I, and like, yeah, I think it was Joe Amaro. He was down. In, he was down one of the trips in Arkansas, which isn't too far from here, just about an hour away. And he was same thing. He was just like, they're everywhere. I'm like, they just are. It's really bizarre. Well, they better be in in Arkansas Walmart since that's headquarters. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and that may be some of the reason here. I mean, like I said, I'm an Maybe, hour yeah. away. So I mean. There's several Walmarts right here, so it's not like there's some of you guys. I'm sure only have one or two nearby, or not too many. But here, they're just... yeah, they're really few and far between here in LA. And the ones that are close, their their toy aisles are less impressive than a CVS pharmacy. So yeah. it's uh, not not very good picket. Like I'm lucky to find three and three quarter inch like Star Wars figures, like the Rebels figures on the Episode Seven cards. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, that's crazy. Yeah, we've got a, there's, I mean, a like couple, there's a couple Walmarts out here that the toy aisles are really pathetic, like you described. Like one like half small aisle and that's it. Yeah. It's we have um crazy enough, we have three Walmarts in Springfield. And every single one of them is different from the other. Like, huh. they just, it's so weird. Like, they're all three of their toy aisles are set up differently, and they carry completely different things, it seems like, than the other. So you almost have to search all three of them, because you never know what you're going to find at them. But more times than not, it's just empty pegs. It's just <laughs> like, it's it's really frustrating. Like, I, there's, well, the Walmart that's closest to my house, I stop in there every now and then when I'm out running errands just to see. And I don't think they have stocked their toy section since Christmas. It mm. has just been empty pegs. I don't know what's going on there. That sounds a lot like some of the ones by me, too. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. See, It's totally different. I, I don't know how big Springfield um, is. So, like, Joplin's only got, like, maybe 50,000 people. There's, and we have three here in the little 50,000 town. And there's three more within probably half an hour. Wow. Um, and then wow. if, I were to go, if I were to go a full hour out, um, probably I could probably, I bet if I, if I went an hour out, I could probably 20, I mean, not in all, all different directions, but there's probably 20 within an hour of here. Holy smokes. Like it's ridiculous. And then like in down where we're talking about where in Arkansas, where they're headquartered, I mean, they're to that point now where they don't even worry about a city. They just put like exit 81, like in the middle of nowhere, they'll just put one like between like there'll be one in Rogers, Arkansas, and there's one in Springdale, Arkansas, and then like exit eighty one's just between them, and they're like Walmart, boom. Walmart, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like, so it's just yeah. So we used to when when um um uh vault on IAT, the he's another Dan. We would go down to Arkansas, like if we just were you know if something wasn't showing up here, it, and it invariably was in Arkansas. Um, and we and there was at that point I think there was like five down there, so we would go down there and we'd spend most of the day and we'd hit all five. Um. But now when we go down there, there's too many. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to go to another Walmart. <laughs> I mean, I mean, are they all busy? I mean, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they're, yeah, they're all rocking. Even the three here in town, I mean, they're, they get, they get crazy busy. And it's like, there's lines and you have to wait and they're just, it's, it's ridiculous. God, how's that uh, possible? So, 
it just, it's just, it's just the main thing here. I mean, like we have, I mean, we have a target, we have, um, there's one target and like, you know, we have a couple little grocery stores, but all here, they're all super centers. They're all open 24 hours a day. They've all got all the grocery stores. They're just all super busy. Huh. Like, I mean, so, I mean, it's just, it's just Walmart country, I guess. So whenever it sounds like a magic land that doesn't, I know. Exist. Yeah. See, like it's the totally opposite. Like you hear Walmart exclusive and you're like, oh, I hear Walmart exclusive. And I'm like, Hey, I can do this. I can, <laughs> I got this. So I, I think the only time that we got um, that Metallo wave for DC Classics, that was that never happened here either. But otherwise, if Walmart associates are good to go, I'm like, okay, I can find these. We'll be good. Wow. It, yeah. <laughs> yep, I don't mean to brag because I don't care. It's just Walmart. I didn't, I didn't make them or put them there. Um, I, I was just born here. So, but it's just a weird, it's just a weird thing. It's totally opposite. I'm going to choose that your area doesn't exist, much like you're doing that with the <laughs> That's That's fair. There you go. <laughs> uh, but if, like, when you go to Tulsa, just don't drive too far because you'll fall off into nothing. That's right. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, that's why when I do go back to Tulsa, like, I love that because, like, all the Walmarts are 24 hours. And it's like, oh, magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ours are full time drive around. Ours are 24 hours, too. But they don't have anything, so don't bother. <laughs> 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 and they're just sad. Just don't bother. Uh, so the other thing we were going to talk about this episode, uh, there's a lot of right now hubbub going on with uh, the, the big new release of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Oh, is there a new movie? There is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> should, should uh, get out and see it. I it stars Adam West and. Uh, uh, but we're not going to get into any of that hubbub. <laughs> We are instead going to focus on uh, the stuff we love, which is the toys, like our favorite Batman figures, our favorite Superman figures, and we're going to go ahead and extend that uh, on into the next big tentpole film, which is Captain America's Civil War. So we will also talk about our favorite Captain Americas and our favorite Iron Men. Does anyone want to start with a favorite Batman, since he's probably had the most of any character? Okay, before we start, I should warn you that, like, um... I've got like three pages of notes. Whoa! <laughs> because I tried to narrow it down, and I'm like, oh, 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 hey, yeah. So I'm not going to list the whole three pages of notes because we're almost already in a second episode. It feels like here, so I will I will keep it trimmed down. But um, you need to have like some sort of March Madness bracket. <laughs> exactly, that's what I needed to do. If I'd had yeah, more time, I would have made a checklist and then a bracket, and yeah. The, um, no, I don't know. I mean, this Batman and Superman figures are just, I mean, just, they're the best. And there's always tons of Batman figures. So, um, like, I mean, and you start with superpowers, right? Like, every, you have to have that one. You could start with Mego. You could if you were older. If you're slightly older. But yeah. I'm not don't older. Worry, don't worry, I'll that, start with Mego. Yeah. That so was my first I'll let you. I'll let you guys, you fogies, can take care of the Migos. <laughs> and also, don't, yeah, we don't have to go in chronological order, right. but yes. yes. Go so, ahead with so, no, so there's that, right? Um, and then, uh, so I was trying to like, I was trying to think, narrow it down. Like DC Direct, I, I went with the uh, the Kingdom Come Batman just because I don't I really like that one. I've no, I kind of looked at what I still have in my collection because I think and if you guys are like me at all, you've bought a lot more Batman maybe than you have or than you display because there's so yes, many. Totally. So I was in my DC Direct. It's, I only have Kingdom Come Batman out. All the other ones have been put away. So that's the one with the big foldy. Yeah, foldy the big the, yeah right? the big the big arms and the, the uh, yeah yeah. I don't have his big arms out. I don't have room for that. But so he's out. Um, and then, but the Bruckner Batmans were always really good there. Um, oh yeah. And then I don't know. Now this might be where you guys disagree with me. 
Um, now, when you say the Bruckner Batmans, because he did like a he did, kind of a Silver Agey one, he did like the Hush ones. I, I, for me, it would be the Silver Age ones. If, if I actually could just go back and chain him to a desk and just have him finish out the Silver Age roster that he started really strongly and he did a lot of, um, I would be fine with that. Cause you actually could do that because he takes commissions. Does now. he? Yeah. 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 So is the chaining extra though? Like, could I? What if I really Dude, actually just chain, wanted to chain him to do that? that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sure he would negotiate the chaining. I know. Um, <laughs> and then uh, um, I lost my train of thought. Like, chaining him to a desk was just such a blissful thought. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, DC Classics, obviously, the Crime Stopper Batman is pretty good. And actually, so I was thinking about him. Like, if you have the uh, the Superpowers Batman, too, I, I have not ever opened my Superpowers Batman from the Intel line, so I still have my Crime Stopper out. Um, but, oh, no, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. The uh, I don't know how you guys feel about, like, the 90s of Batman, where it got fun, right? Like, you had your caramel-colored Batman and your Shalom Racer Batman. Yeah. Like, I like a lot of those, even though I shouldn't admit it. <laughs> so the uh the the was it the, the crime waves of Batman are just random colors. Um right. and I think and right now my profile pick on is an arc is an Arctic Batman on Facebook. Yeah. Arctic Batman is right. awesome. Because so, you couldn't find a picture of Street Luge Batman? Uh, yeah, if if they may, I should make a Lego of Street Luge Batman and then I should oh, I should okay. put my Lego head on it. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah, so the Batman one, ironically I think I had the most trouble with Batman just because there's so many to choose from. But I did notice that, that a lot of it, like I said, actually I said it earlier in the podcast that the blue Batman with ovals are a favorite of mine. I don't know why, but I just don't like it when there's not an oval. So, but I'll, I'm, I'm starting to, I'm starting to wander. So I'll relinquish my time on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, for me, you know, my my first Batman figure was, you know, an eight inch cloth Mego Batman. <laughs> so can I, can I can you qualify that even further, Daniel? Was it the removable cowl or not? <laughs> it was just the standard. Okay, it was not standard. not it was not fist fighting. It was not magnetic. Uh, it was not removable cowl. It was just the regular. And you know, yeah. anyone that was a kid and played with Migos knew they lasted about two months. And then the rubber band snapped, and then you got to go back to TGNY and buy a new one. <laughs> they were they were finite, so you, Good times. you know I probably, that is true. Yeah, but they still kind of hold together within their cloth outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. And I remember because the amazing thing to me as a kid was that you know the Batman like his his arms and his legs would fit perfectly in the hand of the uh, Mattel Shogun Warrior Godzilla. Mm. So you could have, like, you know, you could just stick Robin, like, in Godzilla's hand and have Batman, you know, saving him and stuff. <laughs> that, that was a, a frequent scenario. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've told this story on, on you know, uh, like Geek Shell Inherit, I think, and, and some other places. But, you know, Batman, especially when I was a little kid, that was my jam. Like, you know, the 66 Batman was still in reruns. Yep. And just, you know, my aunt made me, like, a custom costume. Mm-hmm. You know, one Christmas, my parents got me that Batman Sears-exclusive pedal car for Christmas. And so I had so much Mego Batman stuff. And I think, like, you know, the Aurora models and stuff like that, that I set up these two big shelves in our playroom. And I called it the Batman Museum. And I charged the neighbor kids, like, a quarter to come in and see it. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> I had those like like the mobile crime lab vans, the Joker vans, like all. And there's yeah. there's a picture of me like standing beside as a little kid, just you know, yeah. beaming with all this stuff. I had that like that talking alarm clock, like just everything in my life at that point was Batman. That, so. That's like the very first AFI archive, then right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, no. and then, and then there's your there's your parents looking in the room and wondering if this is just a phase. <laughs> <laughs> never, never bought another Batman since. Um, yeah, the, the Mego stuff was was great. Uh, I I never had a removable cowl, uh World's Greatest Superhero eight inch uh, Batman, but I still would like one one day. Um, so so. Uh, in the eight-inch line, they had those two, and then um, in the three-inch line, they had you know the comic action hero Batman with with the bent legs. And in that series, they had you know you know they, they had Superman, they had Wonder Woman, and for those particular figures, they they also um, produced like play sets. For instance, like they had the Superman um, Fortress of Solitude uh, play set. For for Wonder Woman, they had the Invisible Jet playset, and then for Batman, they had the Exploding Bridge playset, with, which came with the Batmobile. And so, if I'm just going to jump in here and interject, you know, which uh, which vintage Batman Superman figures are my favorite? I'll probably go with the Mego uh, comic action hero versions. Okay, sweet. Those are good. Those are good. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. So, uh, so many Batmans, right? Obviously, that's, <laughs> there's so many Batmans. And um, uh, Danny Lynch already kind of talked about some of the weird 90s stuff. But I want to go ahead. We've talked about superpowers, but I got a really weird special place in my heart for the awful Toy Biz figures that immediately followed superpowers. Oh, yes. That, oh, that came nice. on the gold card backs. Yeah. Yep. 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 And that's where we got our first Batman figure from the '89 movie. Was it? Yeah. That's that very important. Yes. Very important. That's correct. And so that was one of my most prominent memories of playing with a Batman as a kid is that particular figure. And I think it's got to be the first time I can remember noticing a variant as a kid because. Me, yep, me and my brother both had that Batman because we both got bought one. There was a lot of times when there was popular toys where we both just get bought the same toy so that we didn't fight over toys, you know? But I noticed that my Batman's head had a round jaw and his Batman's head had the longer, more elongated straight <laughs> jaw. And, and I think now, I, I think there's like four variants altogether. But I as, think so, as yeah. a kid, I was just like, these two are different. Why are they different? <laughs> and I didn't understand that, you know? So uh, that, that, was, that was one of the first uh, times I can remember noticing like a running change in a figure. Uh, but man, he had that really dumb feature where like his bat, his utility belt came out with a little zip line. That was <laughs> and the awesome. whole belt was a grapple. <laughs> yeah, the whole belt was a grapple. Yep, exactly. It yeah. was awesome. It was awesome. But it's really goofy. <laughs> I love it how it just kind of like hangs over his waist, and you pull it out, and it just you know it zips back. But I love that. I love that Batman. Um, and then, of course, we got, like, you know, Bob the Goon and a Joker to go with it. Bob the Goon! Bob they made the a Bob the Goon figure in that line, which is I'm amazing. still waiting for that hot toy. <laughs> <laughs> hot toy's Bob the Goon. I love it. 
So yeah, he's he's definitely got to be one of my favorites, and just because, just on principle, I love that thing as a kid, and like I said, I have kind of a soft place for that those that whole line in general, that DC Comics superheroes line from Toy Biz. I love it. It's it didn't last very long, but uh, it's pretty cool. And I remember yeah, when that, uh, it went back when Henry, yeah. when that one came out. You know, I was in high oh, school. <laughs> Uh, that one came out, and I never could find the Batman figure. I found the Joker and Bob everywhere. And the only place that had <laughs> Batman was a comic shop in my town that had it for $40. And I would just, I remember, oh, I would what? go in there like, I would go once a month and look at that thing. Like, am I going to pay $40 just so I can have this Batman? I, I, eventually, yeah, that was the only place I found it. So I paid $40 for that. So, oh my gosh, and then, amazing. And then opened it. Yeah, <laughs> gotta do it. So, well, that's that grapple. Gosh, I'll tell you what. Well, we were talking about Star Trek figures and the way they bottomed out. That line right there is dirt cheap right now too, oh, and yeah. and uh, that's why it's kind of become one of my favorite like guilty pleasure lines, I guess, nowadays because I I see those at toy shows all the time, still carded. And they're always less than five bucks, five bucks or less. Yep. So I got to this point where every time I found a character that I didn't have, I went ahead and bought it. And I have that entire line carded now, just hanging up. Awesome. Uh, awesome. The only one that was hard to get was Superman. And because for, for whatever reason, every time I found Superman, he was like $30 plus. And I was like, no, I paid $5 or less for everybody else. I'm, <laughs> paying, I'm not paying $30 for Superman. But I eventually ended up getting him because somebody, uh, a very generous person, ended up buying him for me. And I thought that was very cool. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I guess there's my Superman figure that I'm going to talk about, too. The Superman figure the same line. <laughs> yeah, I think I just bought some of those carded, like, a couple of, like, Danny, you remember the place we went in Iowa for my bachelor party that had all the toys? Oh, yeah. Like, I think I bought three or four of them there carded. Okay. Uh, just because I was like, oh, I remember buying all those and opening. Well, I'll take them carded for this. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like $4 yeah. a piece. I'll tell you what I like about them so much, like especially on card. First of all, I really like that packaging. It's like got that great yes. gold background, and there's really cool artwork of the character off to the left of the blister card. But the, the other reason I like them so much uh, is because the Toy Biz Marvel line that came out uh, immediately after that, when they really mm -hmm. started going crazy with all the Marvel figures, is yeah. totally complementary to that. Yep. Because the packaging design, instead of gold, is silver. And mm. it's got the same artwork to the left of the bubble of, of the cool figures. And even like, like the DC ones, the top of the card is a red stripe with yellow stars through it. The top of the Marvel ones is a blue stripe with yellow stars going through it. I mean, they look like they go with each other. You're so right, yeah. I just I love those two lines because I've got a ton of the Marvel ones too, and I've just got a whole bunch of them hanging up in my toy room right right next to each other because I think they look so cool together. You know, it is it is kind of fun and something I think about often. Just since I'm, you know, usually in vintage mode, is that like for instance with the Migos we were just talking about, like back in the day, um, the licensing issue obviously wasn't as as rigid because in the same line of action figures, you would have Marvel and DC characters. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I mean, that's sort of unheard of, except for the fact that it sort of is happening again. And I, that's what I was thinking about when we were talking about Mezco's 112, 112 line is we're kind <laughs> yeah. of, you know, we're kind of seeing that again where you've got both, uh, you know, major companies represented in the same line. And I'm sure it's happened before, but like it couldn't, it, it just, it, 
I couldn't help but, you know, think about how that's how it originally started with, with, you know, Migos back in the day. And here it is again. Yep. Totally. You guys have, did, did you go so far as to try and get the TV version of flash on the different cards? I do. I have both versions of flash. On <laughs> okay. Yep. I do. <laughs> yeah, man, that line's great. And I've got, I think the only thing I don't have, if we're talking about like the other stuff that came out, there was a Joker mobile in that line and I don't have the Joker mobile. Um, uh, but I do got. I've there was got, a van too, right? The a van. Joker van. That's the one I don't. Oh, the Joker have. van. I've okay. got. I've got this little. I've got the Joker cycle. It's a Joker cycle, like a little yeah, yeah. cycle. I've got that. I don't have the van, uh, but I've got like the Batcave that came out in that line, and I love that Batcave. Yeah, it's that was really a cool, cool. Batcave. Yeah, yeah, it's a great Batcave. So, fine. So let's. We should talk about the Superman because we're going to be talking but about before Superman. Superman because I want to. I want to throw this in there because I. This okay. is. A, I think this is a cool Batman story and that you guys reminded me of it and it actually combines everything that you have been saying, all three of you. Um, There's still two more pages. So. I, yeah, <laughs> actually, this one didn't even make it on the notes. I forgot all about it. The, oh, uh, it's terrible. The. Uh, maybe I don't know how many years ago, but there's there's a in a town nearby here. There's a Superman ice cream shop. So free plug, oh. Superman, and the whole it's this awesome little place, um, and it's it's in um, I want to say Carterville, Missouri, and it's it's you know it'd be like uh, ten feet by twenty feet. It's not very big. Um, they have just old timey ice cream, and but it's full of Superman memorabilia, like just wall to wall. Super, and so, and they do some other DC stuff. They have the uh, that baby wallpaper. The DC babies. That's that's the wallpaper oh, yeah, yeah. in the bathroom. Like they have yep. just used. Um, it's cool wow. stuff there. And then one time I was there years and years ago. And there was a Mego figure, Mego. I still say Mego because I wasn't around anyone to correct me. Mego. <laughs> um, the uh, and it, but it's Keaton Batman, and he has it. And it, it was eight inch Mego. Just it, it basically it's just the old Batman figure, but it's just all in black, and mm. it's on card. It's on and it's on that great gold and purple card. Um, it's compatible with the, the, all the same packaging from all that stuff. Yeah. And um, and I saw it there, and he had no idea where it was huh. from and it was kind of buried and he really didn't want to dig it out for me and I'm like okay I'm just gonna have to go with what I know because I can't uh, he won't let me actually like handle it and and there's no way I was gonna make him an offer for it because he's not parting with any of that stuff and that's fine <laughs> and so I mean and basically it turned out it's like a, it was either Belgium or Australia it was a, it was an open yeah. foreign release um and and I, I think I see him more often now but like at the time like even just like trolling eBay for it I could just not find it and it took a few years, so but I, I finally did get one, and he's actually I have my nice little Keaton Batman section on my in my collection of just it's all black void. It's awesome, and he stands at the back of it because he's the tallest one. So so actually I can relate to the to the to the Mego thing because I have him and he's awesome, and then and to the dark or to the Toy Biz collection because he he to me even though he was a foreign release he still fits in with that because he was on that exact same card packaging and just That's bigger cool. for him. That's cool. it's a cool piece. Well, did you guys see that figures toy company just? Put out a black Batman on the gold card like that. Did they, they did really? two versions. Oh, cool! Yeah. No, see, I, didn't see I, that. It. I loved it when Neca did it too because they put it on that gold card. Yes, they did. They really I, that was Batman. awesome. Yeah, yeah. They they did it as an exclusive for someone. I think there were only five hundred. They did uh, a regular version and then they did a, a removable cowl one too. Oh wow! Five hundred. Yeah, that's cool. The company was selling them on eBay. Yeah. Wow. Neat. Neat. So there's another one out there if you got to put him in your collection. Oh man. <laughs> Have him with a removable cowl. That would be cool. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk Superman then. Sweet, sweet. Who's got a favorite Superman? Uh, starts sweet. at superpowers. <laughs> starts at superpowers. 
It ends at superpowers. There's no better figure. Um, it kind of does. The uh, <laughs> I can't. I, I won't disagree with that. The um, Superman is actually another one where I'll go into those alternate costumes because, um, again, in the '90s, like he didn't obviously have the same level as Batman, but um, that animated line. Um, I loved that line, even though they were a little barrel chested for the stuff and, and they had the all black eyes. I remember that. Um, yeah. but I always loved that he had like, he got like the aqua suit that he had in the show and he had the star suit that he had mm-hmm. in the show and he had the, the Kryptonian mm-hmm. gear. Um, yeah. I just loved getting all those alternate costumes of him. And I, I kind of worry for that DC collectibles line if it tries to get into that. Cause I'll probably, I'll probably fall for it again. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, the man of steel line kind of did the same thing. Um, it had, a. Uh, it had a, like, and this, some of those were crazy though. Like some you just like because they're terrible. Like there was like Street Guardian Superman had the the trench yep, coat, the flat top, or yeah, yep. and the flat top. <laughs> and he was awesome. Um, but that one had the battle, that Kryptonian battle suit from the Death of Superman that was awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. And then, uh, and then I, I'd, I'd written this in my notes because I forgot all about these until I was thinking about it. Um, and if if you guys bought any Superman figures in the '90s, you you will remember this. There was a two pack of Superman and Batman, and it was like Cyberlink. And they were yep. like in those poses, and then they had like their they had their painted on armor, and then like Kenner and or maybe it was Hasbro by that point I don't remember, but they um they just like did those molds to death. Like here they are in clear, and here they are in chrome, and I bought every single time. I have some like somewhere in the box I have like this this Cyberlink Batman in in blue, and then in chrome, and then in clear. Like so, and the yeah, same I thing with the, the Superman. The, I think the clear ones were like. Toy Fair exclusives and the Chrome ones were like a mail away. Yeah, yeah, it was but, a different yeah. hoop for each one. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got all the versions of those too. <laughs> Absolutely, you just had to get them. So, um, some other great Superman, uh, the Justice Justice League Unlimited line. Um, I'm not totally a fan of those because I don't I have trouble I have trouble standing them up. I used to have tons of them and I got tired of them falling over. But they're the only ones that have done a proper Superman red and blue and those old uh, Silver Age versions. I love those. Yeah. Um, uh, Mattel kind of failed me on Superman. I'm, I still don't have one that I really. I, there was actually a big discussion in my comment section on AAT a few weeks ago because I I was I don't remember what I was reviewing for that review, but I made that comment again that I just don't have a Superman that's like the right color and the right look, and I don't like the symbol. And and then it, everyone's like, he's he's fine. What do you mean? I'm like, no, it has to be exactly like this. But just they just really never gave me one with that good symbol and the right color. So that's still kind of a hole in my collection for Superman. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, and NECA obviously did the Christopher Reeves finally in 6-inch, or 7-inch, yeah. and so he's awesome. And then Yeah, uh, like, I, and also the Hot Toys Christopher Reeves. Is oh, yeah, I have him back up there. Really too. stunning. Yeah, he's amazing. I actually got for him a uh, – because a, uh, he, he comes with plenty of hands, but I wanted him to get a, a finger-pointing hand. So, like, you know, when he talks to Luther and he gets his finger-pointing and wagging in his air. So that's how my Hot, yes. toys, or my hot toys Chris Reeves <laughs> is always pointing his finger out like he begs to pardon. <laughs> and I have with my hot toys when you know the the Mattel twelve inch one came with the podium that he put the crystals in and stuff. So I've got that. Oh, cool! Like, yeah. Too, so yeah, I've got, I've got that. I wish somebody would have done a compatible Margot Kidder Lois Lane figure. Oh yeah, yeah, I would be down with that. There's really not too many Lois Lane figures at all. No, no. I mean, I get it, you know, but. You know, obviously the other day I kind of went looking just out of curiosity, and there's there's not a heck of a lot. Yeah, I think I can only think of two off the top of my head. There's the the DC collect the DC Direct one from that two pack, the Bruckner one, I believe, and then the yep, uh, um, they actually DC Direct did a super Superwoman version of her too, didn't they? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the animated line got one finally. But I'm not really I'm not really thinking of any others off the top of my head. Yeah. I feel like Kenner didn't Kenner do one too? That kind of looks like Ripley or something. She had like a bunch of hair. Or am I crazy? I don't think so. It's not coming back. Not to Kenner, me. but but yeah, but somewhere we're in the Kenner Hasbro transition. And then hmm. uh, I think Figures Toy Company has done one. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, I'm trying to think who else has done one. Did they do one? Did DC Direct do one for that little Pocket Heroes line? You know what I'm talking about. I think maybe. there was yeah, a two a pack with her. I yeah. There's a Jimmy. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe they did. Yeah, those guys are packed away now, but yeah, I think so. <laughs> I would love to have a good one, like a nice, just normal six-inch one would be great. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I just made a custom one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, you won't do what I will. You repainted Poison Ivy and you were good. That's right. <laughs> no, I think I used like that one of those weird Ripley ones where she was like had her legs spread. <laughs> oh, so total justice, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I think she was total justice. Yeah, nice. So, and and I will. Yep. And again, my my outlier for this one, maybe from the rest of you, um, I will take any electric Superman figure anytime because I think he's awesome too. So I don't. I may be in the minority. The market right now for you. <laughs> I think I have I have him in that chunky McGinnis style, and I have the classics, and I have that old JLU doll. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. or JLA that. doll. It wasn't. It was a JLA doll. That was before JLU. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still. I'm still bitter to this day that they changed the scale on Martian Manhunter. They were cruising. You got Kmart Superman and Toys R Us Batman, and then you had to buy a Barbie for Wonder Woman. And you got Flash. And you got Aquaman. And then you're like, okay, Martian Man. And they're like, oh, we're just gonna do nine inches. And you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> so much wasted time. It was hard being a DC collector in the '90s. It really was. Yep. Or if you didn't get the the Barbie Wonder Woman, you could also get that uh, that one that came in the book that was like the forties oh, Wonder yeah. Woman. Oh yeah, those, she wasn't those, like, she wasn't articulated. Books. Yeah, yeah, but she wasn't articulated no. like the other two were. So it's yeah, like, she didn't. Yeah, shake your fist. <laughs> uh, I I love the I love both the Bruckner Silver Age Superman. Yeah, and I also love that. Reign of the Superman line. Oh, like yeah. That original square jaw with the, all the articulation. He was awesome. And it's funny because I, I had those. I, I remember I bought I bought them like on a Thursday or something. And then like the next day, it was when I was working at Disney and J.J. Abrams was coming to give like a lunchtime talk at Disney. And that was when he was writing the Superman movie that never came out. And I went to a comic book store like right before lunch and I bought another one of those and brought it and had him sign that. Nice. And now now it means nothing. <laughs> Did not make a Superman. From the director of Star Wars. I just have that card of the <laughs> Superman with J.B. Abrams' signature on it. Collection. Yeah. And then, well, and then Danny Newman always makes me want to have a G.I. Joe Superman every time. On his oh, website. gosh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, I, if, if, you're, if you're putting me to the fire, I'm going to have to say that my favorite Superman of all time is my cousin, <laughs> Super Newman Superman. Um, but uh, beyond that, you know, I, I'll go back to that Pocket Heroes Mego Superman. He's definitely cool. He, I mean, 
even at that tiny scale, the face sculpt is reminiscent of a Christopher Reeve look. It's it's a nice it's a nice figure. Um, if I'm going to go more modern stuff, um, there's two DC Direct Supermen that that I've really liked, and even though I'm not a huge DC figures collector, I I have had a couple. Um, one that I actually forgot about, but you just mentioned Daniel Lynch is I, I, I was definitely all in on that McGinnis line. I really mm. loved that. I bought every single figure, had those displayed for a long time. Um, that was a really cool line for me, but be, but that, that wasn't one of the ones I was going to mention. The two that I really liked were the, um, new frontiers, Darwin cook, uh, oh, inspired yeah. Superman oh, yeah. Good and, and the new gods Kirby inspired. Yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah. one is amazing. I love that. I love that sculpt a lot. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna add those two to my uh, favorite Superman list. Those are two good ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, both of those lines are are amazing. Those those smaller DC direct sublines of the the New Frontier. No, and that, the, uh, that kind of Gods. stuff is especially the the McGinnis one because they got so they got so deep. Like you guys yeah. get a good thing going. I love yeah. that line. There's a couple quirky things that happened, like uh, when when Hawkman came out and he was just so much bigger. Um, <laughs> I remember. Than every, I mean, he kind of is bigger, but like that was way bigger. Um, so that always kind of stood out. He was always in the back of the display, you know, to try to offset his size. But otherwise, I just liked how all those figures kind of look together. Yeah, totally. They, they do. And yeah, every time you thought, well, that's the last batch, like they'd go, <laughs> here's four more. Yeah. John Stewart, you know, it's like, what? Right. I mean, it got a little weird at the end. Well, not weird. I mean, they're still kind of legit figures, but like the. Uh, like I don't even remember what they like the female bat. Uh, no, there was like Batwoman, but then was there yeah, was there a bat girl and Superwoman? Right. Yeah. And then there was Bat Zaro. Yep. And then yep. like a Kryptonite Bat. Like, <laughs> okay. It, I have to laugh at you and, and laugh at me really because I, I went over to poke in my head because I'm like, how many of those do I have left? And I have nine of them left. Okay. Um, and but ironically, I have Superwoman and Batwoman. Okay. Uh, I have Bat Zaro. I have Kryptonite Batman. <laughs> Yeah, These, like I have the electric ones. Obviously, I mentioned both of those. Uh-huh. Uh, I kept Reverse Flash, um, and then Martian Manhunter and Kyle Rayner. But uh-huh. so as you're listing off all the weird ones, I'm like, hey, that's my bread and butter. That's <laughs> that's when I got in. <laughs> that Martian Manhunter is a fantastic figure. Yeah, actually, I think I used to use him as like the regular Martian Manhunter, like when you put the when you were trying to make a JLA out of that because the styles were also different. He would just look great with yeah. them in the regular figures. Yeah, oh. and then there was there was that Toy Fair exclusive. Shazam as Superman. That one was cool. Oh yes. Did they do a Did they do a composite Superman bat? Yeah, they did. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was cool too. Did they Didn't they do a Batman Beyond too? I think so. Yes. Yeah, they did a Batman so, yeah. Beyond. Yeah, they did a Joker with Mitzelplik. I mean, yeah, Hakan Aquaman, good stuff. I could have just named that composite Superman Batman, and that would have been my we're done contribution <laughs> to the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah, they did both versions of Aquaman. They did the orange. Yeah. The orange one too. That's right. Oh, is that, I, I always forget about that bird of Aquaman. I always think of the hook hand. I don't know why. <laughs> I just remember because he was when I, when I was putting my Aquaman collection together. He was a tricky and more expensive one to track down. So I remember him well. I bet. <laughs> Look at it. How easily we get off onto tangents when we're talking about the action. Aquaman and Martian Manhunter. Yeah. <laughs> Pixel Dan, did you say your favorites? Uh, gosh. Well, I mean, like, I'm just going to have to bring back that Toy Biz Gold Card one because... Okay. Uh, this is a magnet in his chest, right? But, yes. The, 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 yeah, that was yeah. good stuff. I, I was going to say, like, like, obviously Superpower Superman, much better figure. But 
Toy Biz Superman came with a kryptonite ring that you could wear, and it was a magnet power. Superman had a magnet in his chest, and when you held the kryptonite ring to him, he'd fall over. That's right. That's they reversed cool. the poles. That yeah. was a really inventive yes. like, action feature. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. very That clever. one's genius. I, I agree. I like it a lot. So he's one of my favorites for all the other reasons I already mentioned about Batman. I just really like that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> all right. Well, shall we move to the Marvel universe then? Anytime. All right. Do you want to start with Cap or Iron Man? Anyone have a preference? I'll start with Cap. Hey, this fine with me. All right. It's his movie, I guess. He's, he's right. got the, the title. So, uh, to again show my age, we start in the 80s with Secret Wars. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I just that's a simple cap to me, and like, I, and you know, the funny thing when I was a kid, and I'm I, probably older kids probably cared, but I didn't even ever cross. It never crossed my mind that he didn't have his real shield because he just, he had the the yeah. lenticular shield. Right. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. Yep. I didn't really realize that even until a few years ago. I was like, yeah, you know what? It's kind of crappy that they made a cap and he didn't yeah. get a shield. <laughs> so, so, everybody came with a shield. So everybody had a shield. That special so cap. So yeah. I've, I've always been a fan of that cap, even though he had a big head. Um, and then, um, and then we had to wait forever because it wasn't until uh, he had a big head and tiny wings. Yeah, tiny little wings on his big head. Tiny little wings. Yeah. The uh, uh, the Spider Man line, I think, finally was like an electroshock cap or something. Like he had a shield that sparked. Like it took forever to get him. I know we we did have the Toy Biz one, like Pixel, like Pixel Dan talked about too, the early five inch. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember when I was when I was waiting for like that five inch line, it just seemed like he was just the one we were never going to get, and we finally got that one with the cap shield. Even though he was kind of on steroids, but I always liked him for a long time. But again, he didn't get his shield because it was kind of just a thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you could clip it on his wrist because it did have like a little clip that would so yeah. you can snap it there. But like his gimmick was that he had like that big launcher thing that was on his wrist. So yeah, like, yeah. you'd have to you'd attach it to that launcher, and you'd always have that big hunk of plastic. <laughs> Back of the shield, if you wanted, it was the length of his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, huge. but it's how he threw a shield. So that's true. <laughs> My favorite thing about that cap too in that line is that he got a vehicle. He got yeah. the uh, the the coupe, the turbo coupe, which turbo is like coupe. this this white car with the stars and stripes on it, and it's got like the shield on the front, and you push the button and it like juts the shield out like a battering ram kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it's it's fun. I like it. They, I love it when they cool. made. I love it when they make goofy vehicles for the superheroes. Like Spider Man had a spider car in that line, you know. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Doom Roller, right? Yeah, the Doom, yeah. yeah. I, that, I mean, that's that's way old, but I just always I love that thing. Oh, <laughs> and it made no sense. <laughs> yes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had some good stuff. I love those. I, I think for me, my favorite is still the very first uh, Marvel Legends from Wave 1. Oh, the one that came that with the flag in the base? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that was my... Marvel Legends cap for a long time, like until recent years when they started putting out some of the more recent ones. But that's the one that I had as my cap in my Marvel Legends display for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, that one still just kind of hits me in the sweet spot. Like, I, you know, we've got uh, we've certainly got better versions, but there's just something about that one. Like that will always be my Marvel Legends cap. So 
I, yeah. I was kind of the opposite. I love, I do like that one, but I always, it seems like I always was trading up with Marvel Legends. Like every time it was like, okay, this cap's incrementally better. This cap's incrementally better. <laughs> and it just like, I just kept replacing him over time. And then, um, and then I think right now, I think, um, that they just did that cap with the absorbing man wave and he, he should be perfect. Like he should be finally it. Like you throw, you throw away those buckle things that come off his shoulders because yeah. they don't stay on. You get rid of those. Yeah. But so far I've noticed that, um, the Marvel now cap that came out just a little bit, a little bit before that one. I, I have not been able to like, for the first time, I can't just chuck the old one and put the new one down. So I don't know what Marvel, what is this about Marvel now cap? But for some reason that one's just like, I gotta, I, I haven't been able just to move on to the new one for the first time. So even yeah. though I, I like that new one, like he's, he's he good. seems like that's ultimate, but well, not ultimate, but pinnacle. He, we'll comes, pinnacle. he comes with that cool wolf head too. Though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you, can't, you can't go wrong with the wolf. I wish I still had my lion head of Superman because then they could hang out. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the Marvel Now cap is a really good one though too. That's the one that's standing front and center right now with my like Avengers on the shelf. Yeah, that's for me too. And then and then and not Cap, but U.S. Agent. We finally got U.S. Agent in Marvel Legends, which was very important yep. to me. So he's always. Well, we got U.S. Agent too. the five inch line too. Didn't we, we did. Yep, they he was like yeah. a mail away. Well, they, I think he was a mail away first, and then he was like part of that. He, yep. Hall of Fame line. Yeah, yep. I've got him. I've got him a uh, silver carded one of U.S. <laughs> there you go. Yep, they they released him on the card back too. He's just painted black. He's Captain America painted black. <laughs> <laughs> that's I know, yeah, but that's good. It's worth. <laughs> it works. Yep. So. And I always like that that Toy Biz. I think it was pre Icons, but it was like twelve inch Marvel Legends. Maybe they called Masterpiece or something. Yeah. Came in those big silver boxes. Like I have like that was always a great cap, and they had. There was a chase version that was unmasked. Yeah, those were the face-off figures upscaled, right? Weren't this, isn't that what those were? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah, yeah, but they're really chunky and really heavy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always dug that one, too. Now, I, I, the U.S. agent cracks me up because I, I had this weird – I guess I went through a black phase because it was like – Black Spider-Man still is the best hands, hands-down costume of all time. But so, like, I would always have um, – I always wanted oh, that, that – that, Toy Biz Captain America or the U.S. agent because then you'd want a war machine. You know, see War Machine and, and Black Cap and, and Black Spider-Man. <laughs> you're like, it's just a monochromatic team-up. It's awesome. These are the Cleveland <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're wearing black. They're, yeah. <laughs> I like but, it. <laughs> and then uh, Cap-wise, too, I, I have to call out my Hot Toys because I think Cap is my Hot Toys weakness. I have, uh, I have a rule when, like, if I have, like, I have, I have Hulk, and I have one Hulk, and I don't care how many other Hulks they make, I have Hulk, and I'm good. On Cap, I have um, the Rescue Cap, which I think is my favorite, and then I have the Golden Age Cap, and I have the Strike Suit Cap, and I have the Civilian Cap, and then I even, I even got a little, a little crazy, and I bought a third party like dress uniform, which I still need to buy a figure to put in the dress uniform, but I have the uniform. So wow. like wow. Cap, so my my one character rule or one figure per, or one figure per character, Cap totally breaks it. There's five Hot Toys Caps because those are my favorite of all the Marvel movies too. So, nice. like in the Falcon, Red Skull, Black Widow, and and uh, Winter Soldier all too. So like the Cap just dominates my my meager Hot Toys collection. It's like half Cap. <laughs> yeah, you can look forward to some new ones too with this new movie. I know. I've, right. I've, right. I've, I've I've still like I'm still haven't ever gotten a modern costume because like i have a strike suit because i like that one but I, yeah so i'm like a sooner or later i got to get around to getting one of those and then who knows right. what other other stuff he'll do so yeah hot toys cap is probably if i had to pick a i'd probably pick a hot toys one right now but there's a lot of good six inch ones with him over all those marvel marvel legends ones too yeah agree 
Dana Newman, what do you have in the cap world? Oh man, you know, I, as big as big a Marvel fan as I am, um, I never, I was never, um, uh, I never collected Marvel Legends. I just the aesthetic was always a little bit off to me. I, I, I'm just kind of not a fan of the, you know, when when articulation overtakes the aesthetic and and like as you guys can you know probably already know about <laughs> right. me and can discern from my you know from my picks for the Superman. When when they do a line that's like like stylized to to an artist's style, like you know, like the uh, McGinnis stuff or the Darwin Cook stuff, I really dig that. Um, you know, like w- where the look of the figure is is more, more dominant than than the so articulation. What you're, if I'm hearing you right, what you've really been waiting for is a Rob Liefeld Captain America figure. <laughs> 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 okay. So. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> can you imagine how big that bubble is? Oh my gosh! It'd be double wide pack. <laughs> just in there. Yeah. So, so I guess I've kind of struggled with my Marvel figure collecting. Um, and so, yeah, I love the I love the Secret Wars, Captain America, and, and Iron Man. But I don't, you know, I don't want to just be a broken record with you know rules. <laughs> Um, I know I know at a certain point when I own the figure that the Mezco 112 Captain America will probably yes. be, be be right there. But um, th- there is a little line of Marvel figures that I got like a year or two ago, and I'm, I can't remember exactly how I stumbled on them. I think I was trying to like figure out, you know, I was trying to like make a little mental checklist of like every Silver Surfer action figure that was ever made. And I stumbled I, on this little, uh, you know, a little collection of figures made by, a Japanese company called Yamato. Um, and they made this line of Marvel figures and they're kind of, they're vinyl and you actually have to kind of put them together. You have to, you know, kind of snap like their arms and their torsos and their legs together. And uh, they're like three inches tall and they're, and they're kind of stylized. Like if you just did an eBay search for Yamato, Marvel, whatever, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. But when I saw these things, I just like totally fell in love with them. I thought they're really cool. They're really simple. They kind of have a retro aesthetic to them. And I went and got the whole line and it's one of my favorite little micro Marvel lines. And uh, I'm just going to say that I'll I'll just, I'll just mention that as, as one of my favorite Captain America and Iron Man figures. I'm looking at it right now and it's pretty awesome. I agree. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. And so like uh, a couple of the figures in that line, they did two versions of like they did two Iron Men with slightly different color um, uh, colorings and they did two Doctor Dooms and two Silver Surfers. One's more white and one's more silver. Just so you know. Mm. I see. (laughs) So Uh, just in case you want to be enabled into... <laughs> yeah. Uh, it well. I'm putting my eBay app down. <laughs> Never. <laughs> that sounds like someone just started eating chips. Who's eating chips? I don't know. Yeah, me. Crunch, crunch. Uh, so how about Iron Man? Gentlemen. Oh, I'm going to throw in one more cap because I also do this when I throw in one at the end. I'm sorry. The because uh, I'm looking around my room, I'm like, where am I forgetting? The um, there was a leg. There's Lego Cap, who's awesome. But there was a uh, and and you may have this, Daniel Pickett, but Lego Aquaman when he came in that set, he was in a, he was frozen in ice. Like, yep. yeah. I have I bought that just to get the iceberg, and then I have that's oh, where I keep perfect. my Lego Cap. 
So I have oh, my Lego cat penguin. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I keep it in the freezer, but my wife gets mad when she finds toys in the fridge. And, so. <laughs> there's, a, there's actually, actually, the Tauntaun is still in there because she finds that funny. So the Tauntaun and my, my Star Wars block Tauntaun is hanging out in my freezer, but, as it, but that's the only one I'm allowed. I think she likes Star Wars enough that it's okay. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. It's going to make your tater tot smell funny. Though. That's true. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, now let's move on to Iron Man. All right, Iron Man. Secret Wars, again. <laughs> and then after him, um, the Toy Biz one, but only the, the five-inch Toy Biz one, but only when he's naked, because I don't have his armor anymore, and I haven't had it for like 20 years. Yeah. So I just well, have him naked from the waist up. I've never armor. had yeah. that figure, but I really want it. Yep. <laughs> I, I yep. love how that figure looks. Especially without armor. That's the one I was going to bring up. I love that one, too. All right. There I go with the Toy Biz ones again. But, yeah, the, the snap-on armor brilliant, is so but he looks ridiculous. Yeah. It's awesome because awesome you get that sweet little... awesome. Yeah, and you get that sweet little mustache Tony Stark head on there. That's I mean, right. Come on. How cool is that? And this weirdo bear chest. Yeah. <laughs> But he still has, like, a collar on, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he does. But, uh-huh. but yeah. it's because it saves his life. You don't want him to die. Right, right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I remember, I, I vividly remember when that one came out. It was just like, oh, this is amazing. You take his armor on and off. <laughs> you crack him, it's like, wow, that is bulky. <laughs> Holy smoke. He was very exo-man, right, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And his arms look kind of skinny in comparison to his chest yeah. and everything. Yeah. 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 Huge. Yeah. He's Secret Wars on steroids. That's what he was. Totally. Totally. But I love him. <laughs> yeah, that five-inch line was the first time we really started getting, like, different armors. Yeah, that with all the chrome snap-on and all the, yeah. Yeah, the chrome stuff. Yeah, because back in the day, like, you know, Mego and Secret Wars is just the, the standard old gold and red. Yeah. 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 I had the Mego Iron Man, too. I didn't have a lot of Marvel Migos, but I remember I had like I know I had a Hulk, I know I had Iron Man, and I had the Lizard, which is a strange trio. To have. <laughs> Those are all great figures. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I remember really digging that that Iron Man. But yeah, once once uh, Toy Biz started doing that, you know, you start getting into like the the West Coast Avengers armor and all that. It's like, oh, here we go, man! Yeah. This is great. And then you know that goes to its next awful logical conclusion, which is Hot Toys, you know, releasing every armor oh. from Man 3. <laughs> oh, jeez. Who, yeah. who owns that? Oh, man. I was going to say, like, Iron Man now has totally reached Batman levels of having variants, right? I mean, oh, yeah. with with those movies being so successful, I mean, Hot Toys and Hasbro, I mean, there are so many Iron Man figures now. It's yeah. crazy. And the worst thing is they're actually legit. They're not like made up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's terrible for me because as I've established, I like weird colors of things, right? So I'm like, okay, so we're gonna make Iron Man and then we're gonna make all these funky colors and they're gonna be legitimate and then you're like doomed. I'm doomed. Yeah. You're I, dead. I've been I've been good because I've only got um in the hot toys I've I don't actually this is the sad thing. Uh I have I guess three, because I guess Iron Man is Tony Stark. I have a Tony Stark, so he's fine. He's just out of his, you know, he's in his T-shirt. He's good. And I have two armors, but I've still not managed to buy a standard red and gold one. I have an all gold one, and I have um, an orange one. That's like he's like bigger and bulky, like he's taller and he's like more, um, 
I don't know. I guess he's more industrial. Maybe is a good word. And so I'm always okay. like, I always look at them and I'm like, you know, I should buy an Iron Man. Same problem with Cap. I just don't have their normal versions. I just go off into these things. I'm like, there's an orange Iron Man. There's a blue Iron Man. There's a. I'm like, no, stop, stop. There's three hundred dollars. Just stop. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, I bought that the original like Iron Man one Iron Man. And then I think I got the Avengers one. And the difference between the two are night and day <laughs> in terms of, like, quality and materials. And, Amazing. Yeah. The, uh, and then on the on the six-inch side, um, Marvel Legends, I, I have to – I think I have to go with Capcom. It's They're, they're old. Uh, for the most part, Hasbro has basically destroyed my Toy Biz collection. I mean, at any point, Hasbro's just like, oh, Miss Marvel, and then you chuck the Toy Biz one or Rogue, and you chuck the Toy Biz one. Um, but the, that, that, that face-off line, um, they, had that, they did that Capcom versus Marvel version of the armor. It's the modular armor, but it just looks – it just always reminds me of the video game more. Um, oh, totally. I don't have I that I love one. that. I love yeah, that one. Yeah, he he reminds me a lot of like the way the animated series Iron Man kind of. Yeah, he's right? just very streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and he was and he had that. Uh, I got him. I had him. I because that that those face off those pallets showed up at Walmart, so I, I had no problem finding those. But even back then, <laughs> but that that war machine though was just impossible. Like because the, they did the two pack and they changed it. They made Mandarin like green instead of or red instead of green. I don't remember. And then they took the Capcom and they made the War Machine, which was his alternate colors in the game. So I'm like, I've got to have that. But I just never I, – I got it finally this – it was it was either late last year or early this year. Finally, I was like, you know, I need to set aside like however many tens of dollars, $60, $70, whatever it was for the, just the one six-inch figure. And finally just get that War Machine. And so I finally just added him. So he's always hanging out in the front of my collection. So I have all these Hasbro figures that are all like souped up and they look ten times better. But like right in the front, that Toy Biz War Machine, and then that Toy Biz Captain America or Toy Biz Iron Man right behind him with those Capcom nice. designs. I love those. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, and again, you know, this is purely a nostalgic thing for me. But the very first Marvel Legends Iron Man, uh, that was my first <laughs> scoop as a writer about action figures. Jesse Falcon sent me like the rough clay. Oh, images cool. of that. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, like, that was, like, my first ever scoop. And so that figure will always have Definitely. Uh, a, a, a place in my heart. <laughs> but I also, like, when we talk about the Hot Toy stuff, the fact that, you know, they've got eyes that light up, you know, the, the repulsors yep. that light up, mm-hmm. like, all that, like, being able to have your Iron Man sit there and glow, like, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, even just having the faceplate open. I mean, that's a rare thing, too. I mean, we have a few of yeah. them. I mean, it's still rare to get that in six-inch. So, like, I mean, that, that's where you pop that light-off head and you put the Tony head or the, the roadie head on there and just have the thing up. And it's like, even, and then, and in a way, it kind of, it just adds that level to it. Because those, for some reason, I don't know, but the, the, the mask, when they just have this, that little part of the face showing and, um, it just kind of blends even more to me to being look even more realistic just to like see like I have Rhodey up there in the Iron Patriot armor and he's saluting with the visor up and just like that's one of my favorite likenesses out of all of them just to look up there and just see the, the Rhodey figure with the thing up and it just yeah those Iron Man are some of the best especially in the light up too agreed yeah um, do you guys uh, remember the Iron Man armored adventure figures that came out yeah a number of uh-huh. years ago yeah. that were kind of I think they animated. Synced, up, synced up. Yeah, they're animated. They, I think they synced up with a cartoon, did they? Yeah. 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 Um, 
I, I remember getting all of those. I like the styling of those. I like how, you know, kind of how they were, you know, mimic the animated style. And, um, and I got that whole line. I, I really like those. Um, you know, it came with that. There was that like massive, um, crimson dynamo figure, um, in that line. Uh, and yeah, mm-hmm. just, just sold it off recently. And now that I'm looking at the pictures, I'm kind of kicking myself. <laughs> oh, look what we did. <laughs> stop looking, stop looking. Turn them down off. the eBay app. Yeah. <laughs> I, seriously, you can always get him again. Recording this podcast has been awful. Like when I was preparing for it, looking through all the Toy Fair images, I literally had two browser windows open: one to the <laughs> AFI gallery, and the other one to Big Bad Toy Store. And I was just like loading up my cart. Of all these things. Like, oh, yeah, that. Oh, I forgot about that. That's amazing. That's how they get you. Yeah, man. So good. Know, how many things I added to my eBay watch list in the course of this conversation? See, I went out of my way to take my, my Batman Superman notes from my toy collection. I was like, I'm not going to look at what I don't have. I'm going to look at what's in the room. <laughs> but that's probably like with the, like those old Toy Biz 5-inch things. Like, you know, at the time they were just like, again, they were sort of like old Star Trek. They were just everywhere yeah. for the longest time, but now they are vintage. Yeah. Yep. And they're tougher to find, and there's a little bit of nostalgia attached to them now, and you start feeling that pull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely feel that. I know that. Like, I mean, this. Like, we've been we've been under this um, legends classics dominion for so, and even like masterpiece transformers are still a big thing. I don't we, don't we don't talk about transformers on the podcast, but I love those. But there's that kind of a thing where it's like that's what we do now. We just are constantly buying like the the the, the ultimate version of whatever we had as a kid. And then, but I've noticed these last you know year or so, kind of like. Um, and you guys even saw, I put it on Facebook a little, that I went back and got that G1 cup, uh, the generation one version of the cup figure, because it's like, I'm starting to like, you know, I, I want to have, you know, some of these old transformers when they were clunky and ugly and, and yeah. the same thing with the, the superpowers and those Tobias figures where I'm like, there's a charm to them that like these perfectly articulated, painted, awesome, six inch, amazing versions, just, it gets the thing right, but then it just doesn't have that, that charm that some of the old stuff did. So I agree. So, and which is weird to say, it's like this figure that couldn't move from the shoulders down is in some way something you want to buy versus something that can pretty much do whatever you want it to in terms of a pose. But it just it just is. It's a weird thing. It is weird. But, and, I feel like I feel like I'm regressing a little bit sometimes <laughs> <laughs> because you like I remember when when Toy Biz first started cranking out these amazing figures. You know, Spider-Man classics blew my mind when they came out oh, yeah. with all that articulation, oh, yeah. and I just thought they were the coolest things, and they felt like, you know, cooler, uh, bigger, better sculpted, more articulated figures of the toys I had as a kid, and that's why Marvel Legends was so cool, and that's why all these toys that have come out have been so cool. But I seriously, like, I, I as much as I love that stuff still, I find myself really veering more and more towards that old vintage stuff again. Just like, yeah, like there's a charm to it that I just, I love. I really love the, the simplicity of those figures sometimes. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here reveling in this conversation. Um, well, it's that, your I mean, fault. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's the total just... trajectory of my collecting, you know, <laughs> career. You're, you're Mr. Vintage Man here to me. I'm like, every time you talk about this stuff, and then even... And the, again, to go back to your, your Super Newmans, I mean, the, the figures that you use and those things, I'm like, oh. And like, you know, and even in some cases where it's one that you've customized, but you'll use a head or a body or something that I know, and I'm like, oh, I don't have that anymore. I need that. 
Like I think I, I could be wrong. I don't know if it was like a mutton junkyard head or a or a bazooka head, something like that. Just even a few days ago, I'm like, I don't think yeah. I need that figure. I have yeah, the. I, I have the. No, you're yeah. I used a I used bazooka's head for bazooka, uh, like a, yeah. a bar a bartender recently. Yeah, the bartender, and like I have 25th anniversary bazooka, and he's which granted the the modern GI Joe line is not the best thing to give an example of where the figures are way much better than the old ones, but like I have the new bazooka, and that's what I have out, and I'm like I really just miss the old bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. And he also used old Ernest Borgnine and has. Yeah, yeah. They were voting the other day. Yeah, I, I try, <laughs> a nice little salute to try to Harry Booth. Try to yeah, Harry Booth voting booth. Yeah, um, I try to sneak some cameos in there. But it made it made me laugh though because you're talking about toys in the freezer because I've taken over my freezer a couple times with Super Newman stuff. One when we when I did the thing where he froze the swimming pool so she could go ice skating. Um, <laughs> I I literally bought this like Tony Hawk swimming pool uh thing which is quite huge and i had to empty out my entire freezer just to fit this thing <laughs> in it so that i can fill it with water and freeze it nice that, was a, that, was a that is commitment and i applaud you <laughs> oh that was that was a pain in the neck that didn't work so well but right now i'm doing one where where uh lois is cooking and uh what she's cooking on the stove but like is on fire there's like a grease fire and so superman's gonna blow on it and it's and the frying pan and everything's going to be suspended in a little block of ice. And I'm working on trying to figure out how to <laughs> freeze a piece of ice so that it's completely clear and learned that you can do that with distilled water and got my fingers yeah. crossed that it's going to work. And I think if you boil the water first and then freeze it, that helps clarity. Yeah, yeah, that's what I read. So we're, we're, yeah. we're trying that right now. Very nice. You need to start putting a this took seven hours on your picture. <laughs> like this took yeah. thirty seven hours. This took <laughs> if I, put the, uh, I, I really wouldn't even want to know. If I put the time and money <laughs> that each shot cost, I would I'd want to kill myself. <laughs> That's how I feel about the Twitter reviews on IIT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's year it's year seven and I don't want to spend four hours doing this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming up on year 11. I know. You're crazy, but uh, but I mean, <laughs> but not in a bad way. You're like the you're the gold standard. That's what you are. I just hit 8 in January over a decade. Wow. You yeah. some commitment. <laughs> well, we're running a little long here, but yep. we still we can't we can't leave without a Dan of the month. Oh, that's right. Let's do it. Dan of the month. So, uh, we'll we'll go out on that note. And this month who wants to announce Dan of the Month? Who hasn't Who hasn't announced one yet? I know I have. I, I guess I have. Right? Maybe I haven't. All right, go for it. Okay, so this month's Dan of the Month is figuring Don, figuring Dan of the Model Nodes from the Star Wars Cantina. <laughs> Boom! Yes. <laughs> So this figure, uh, I want to. If it's okay, if I just jump right into this. Oh, go, I, go. I have, I have fond memories of the action figure based around Figure and Don and the model nodes uh, being because I think the first way you can get those in the, was they were offered uh, as exclusives in Star Wars Insider Magazine. Is that correct? Or they were definitely offered that way at some point. They were a mail-away. It was a mail-away. Yes. Yep, yeah. it was a mail-away that was in that magazine, I know. Maybe they were offered another way, too. But I remember buying – because I had a – 
I, I had just gotten a subscription to the magazine at the time, and they had the section in there that had all the cool stuff you could buy, which I always used to browse at and, and drool over. And, and when they had those in there, I was like – because I think if you bought one figure, he came with all the instruments, so he could yeah, that's right. all of them. But you had to buy all the same figure, basically, if you wanted to have all the model nodes. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, so I'm pretty sure I bought just one because it was all I could afford at the time. But when when he showed up, I just loved him so much. I was so excited to have him. Yeah, I've always got fond memories of the cantina scene, as does everybody, right? right. And it's always been one of my favorite scenes in A New Hope, and I I love that song, you know, from the yeah. from the scene. So oh, it was always music. a figure. I know, right? The music is just yeah. amazing. Okay, now I, funny, funny story about the music is that um, um, I'm, I'm a come later Star Wars fan, as I've said many times, and um, my my son, who will is only going to be he'll be a year and a half here at the end of this week, um, so he's only he's only 18 months old. Um, Jimmy Fallon um, sometimes he does these um, um, acapella versions of the different songs, and he'll have like the the rainbow backgrounds, like the blue and the yellow, yeah. and they'll just have the talking yep. heads, and they'll do like the like the Brady Bunch thing. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, my son, um, has clinged on to the Star Wars one in particular and the cantina part is his favorite. So like, it, it, I have probably watched that like a million times in the last like three months. <laughs> I, 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 the, the cantina song in particular. Um, and he just, he sits there and we'll turn it on and on the iPad or we'll put it on the big TV or whatever. And he'll just be enraptured by it. And yeah. you can tell though, he's just waiting for that cantina part. And he'll sit there and like, they'll do the, they'll do like the, he'll be watching it and they'll do the Imperial March. They'll kind of bob his head up and down a little bit and go in with it. But when that cantina song comes on, he just throws his head as far to the left and as far to the right. And he just rocks out to that. cantina. Oh, that's music. so great. <laughs> <laughs> So I, and so we just I I can't tell again how many times we played it, but he just it's his favorite thing, and then so we're like okay well we're gonna put I mean obviously it's a year and a half so the the attention span is not really there so we we popped a Star Wars out on the DVD and we put it in the player and we you know zoomed up to the Cantina thing, and then we played the actual Cantina song music and he had he's just not even he didn't care no <laughs> because he knows the acapella version and he just wasn't like it wasn't clicking yet so um, we'll get it we'll get him later. But I was I was cracking up because yeah. we're like we thought for sure, but it was the uh, but he still got the Imperial March part. He still he that caught his, he knew that was enough close enough that he was all about that still. But the, the Cantina thing was kind of funny. But he likes the acapella version, but just the acapella version so far. <laughs> Hilarious! I love it. Well, re- yeah, the, we were just saying that that figure is in desperate need of a re-release. Oh, really? Well, 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 we need I mean, Star Wars like whole five pack. Well. Yeah, I mean we, I mean we we've gotten multiple versions of some Cantina Mars line, um, especially ones that you know are are you know the obvious choices, um, Ponda Baba and you know Hammerhead and you know, Drito, whatever. Um, this figure is, I mean, this came out okay, so ninety seven, and when did when did the modern Star Wars line launch? Like ninety five. So so this is like in the very beginning of. Yeah of modern star Wars and it has never gotten an updated sculpt. I mean, like Daniel, I, I was talking before we started recording, like there was the release where it came in like a two pack and he had like a soft goods tunic, if you know, yes, yes. there was, yeah, there was the Jabba's palace one from the special edition. Oh, right. Yes. Was there, was there a, a tin, like a metal, yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, they came out yeah, with the Walmart. Yeah. Uh, wasn't there also, and maybe I'm remembering wrong, but I think I've got it. Wasn't there like a Disney exclusive that had like the, or like a, 
an exclusive somewhere that had the bass that plays the music. Like they stand on the stage and actually plays the song. But I don't remember if the figures hmm. were any different for that. But I'm, I want to. I want to say there There's was a Christmas ornament that does that. There, yeah, definitely. I have that Christmas ornament. <laughs> That's for sure. On my tree. <laughs> um, every year at Christmas. But I, I want to say that there was, and I can't even remember exactly what it was right now to back that up. So maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, I, I, I feel like. Know. I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I feel like it would have crossed my path if a new, if a new, you know, three and three quarter inch cantina alien was released um but anyway yeah so hasbro if you're listening it's yeah. time for an upgrade <laughs> i remember too like they they released the whole band in 12 inch too yeah and i think they were like jc penny exclusives <laughs> oh my gosh and they were only there was just one per case oh, oh i can't tell you how many JC Pennies I went to looking for those things. Oh my goodness. That was a nightmare. <laughs> and then the you know they're like well, 15 bucks a piece. Yeah. You buy six of them. Ugh. Aha, aha. I was right. Sorry to I, I just found it too. 2007. It was it, yep, it was a Disney Star Wars Weekends exclusive in in 2007. Yep, I've got that figure. Uh, cuz he came with a little bass that he stands on and when you press the stage it plays the song. Yep. Uh, I see him there. Oh, Dan, something to add to your eBay list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, was, okay, so uh, yeah, it's Clohorn specifically. It, say again. Clohorn. It says Cantina band member with Clohorn. Disney Star Wars Weekends exclusive. It's on the Dash uh, checklist website. Okay. <laughs> I hear the, <laughs> I hear the <laughs> mad typing. Type it in. <laughs> As Danny decides. Yeah, so did they, it looks like they did all five, and then just the stage maybe connected together when you did them. Yep, yep, yep. It looks like it. That's cool. Yep, I thought that. Yeah. I all right, I, well, I guess the podcast is over because Danny's gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's bidding. <laughs> well, that better be the song that this podcast ends on now. <laughs> Do we have enough money for that? <laughs> I'm not even sure. We might have to pay just for that clip. Oh, I'm sorry. It, oh, was, no. it, was, it was under two seconds, and it was very badly done. <laughs> so, yes, our Dan of the Month this month is old figuring Dan and his modal node brothers. Sweet. But still, I would love a modern incarnation. I agree. Uh, they, if anything, could, they're kind of a big deal, so we could update six them. Inch, man. And Zixton, yeah. Let's bring back that oh, collector tin. Let's just do the whole metal tin, all the figures. Let's go. Let's go back to Penny's exclusive. Why not? No, no. <laughs> all right, all right. Too far. Too far. That is too far. Well, all right, gentlemen. That's uh, that's like two hours of toy goodness right there. Yeah. Danny Newman, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> are you watching a, a like a auction is ending in thirty seconds? You're gonna... <laughs> let's wrap this up, fellas. <laughs> So, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, well, thank once you again. for getting this organized and together. We, I appreciate it. I know. I think everybody else does, too. Absolutely. It's always fun. And uh, even the tangents are fun. That's what we're here yeah, for. Definitely. Talking toys and having fun. That's why we are the Legion of Dance. That's right. And and hopefully we can make everyone that's listening spend as much money as Danny's about to. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. yes, we, hope, we hope we've tickled your nostalgia bone as much You've as we've been enabled. Have. Added to our own eBay queues. And on that note, uh, I say thank you and thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, if there's a topic you want us to hear to hear us talk about, 
just, you know, post on the Facebook page or whatever. Just shoot one of us an email and let us know. We'll talk about anything. We're not proud. That's right. You can probably tell. So uh, on that note, I say adieu, my friends. Good night.